Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast Conversations with Unc on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Help! I suck at dating. With Dean, Vanessa, and Jared. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Help! I suck at dating. This is our second episode of 2019. And I'm so, so happy because it's like a solar eclipse. It only comes around every once in a while, but when it does come around, you want to make sure that you remember where you are. You want to make sure you're not going to miss it. You want to make sure it's something that you're going to remember for the rest of your life because Vanessa Grimaldi is back in studio with us here in Los Angeles. Thank you so much, Vanessa. What a breath of fresh air. And I literally just flew in. So my flight was at seven. I wasn't a half hour late. (laughs) It was raining in LA. No one knows how to drive whenever it rains in LA. So my. My cab driver took literally 55 minutes to drive here. And then obviously I have the worst luck whenever I travel. And the bridge to let us off the airplane wasn't uh, opening. So they had to call the the mechanics. And that took another 30 minutes. Anyways, I'm here. I'm jet lagged. What is it? What is I'm it with tired. your traveling? I feel like every I single time I'm looking at one of your Instagram stories, you there's are always something. With something. I didn't post anything this time, so I'm like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to like put that Jinx out to the it. universe. Exactly, but it still ended up happening. But I'm here and I'm so happy. Well, we're very I happy. I miss you guys. We miss you. It's so much better when you're in studio. Yeah, it's just fantastic. We have some great guests as well. So we have the new from the new show Temptation Island. We have the host. Mark Wahlberg. No, not the Boston Mark Wahlberg. We have the host Mark Wahlberg. Mark L. Wahlberg. Mark L. Wahlberg is going to be in studio. Mark Mark Wahlberg. Mark Mark will be in studio. Mark L. Wahlberg. We also have a very special guest, formerly from the Bachelor franchise, and now currently on X on the Beach Season 2, we have Bad Chad, Chad Johnson. Bad Chad. In studio. (laughs) Dean's Dean's really excited. excited. We'll talk about it more later, but Dean's not excited about this. Uh, Well, Dean, you kind of made some waves last week. Yeah, unexpectedly. Uh, I wasn't really unexpectedly, because I got a lot of tweets about it. What? I got a lot of tweets about it because, so pretty much, 
you did a weekly spot on Access Hollywood last week. It's a weekly spot of recapping The Bachelor, and you were one of the guests. And then there was an Us Weekly article that came out from that interview. Sure. And the Us Weekly article is headlined, Dean Ungler shades mm-hmm. ex Leslie Murphy mm-hmm. as he slams fake mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation relationships. Mm-hmm. And so then I obviously saw this headline, went back to watch the interview, and let me read the direct quote that Dean said on Access Hollywood last week, the day after the Bachelor premiere. Quote, none of these Bachelor relationships are real. <laughs> Not a single one of them. Maybe you've got some marriages and some kids and those ones are real, but every one of them is fake and contrived and not, I'm not, I'm not into that. Well, the funniest Hold is on, that- Hold on, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. Okay, there's more. Dean went on to say, granted, there are some that are real, like those ones, I guess. <laughs> but boyfriend, girlfriend relationships, every single one of them is fake. Dean- do you stand by what you said? And he said this with a smile, too. That was the funniest. Everything I say is with a smile and a laugh. And it's the fact that people still take me seriously to this point. But were you serious? I, I was to a degree. But it's also like, come on. I, I, I pride myself on being sarcastic, right? Like, that is like a staple of my personality is sarcasm. And yet, I saw so the people interview. take me at my word. You were not being sarcastic. Yeah, no, you were. You had. What's funny is I actually meant to text you after that picked a little bit of speed up and I was like Jared just so you know like I'm not talking like I know you and Ashley are obviously as real as I get well I think that's what people why I got a lot of a little attention on social media because I think when you first said it I think a lot of minds went directly to Mm -hmm. Ashley and myself that's why I specified boyfriend girlfriend because you guys are not boyfriend girlfriend anymore which yes but because you go in and you say I guess if you've got some marriages and some kids, those ones are real. Well, the interview kind of the interviewer kind of led me to say that. Mm-hmm. I would have continued to say that all of them were a little bit more fake. But well, I never asked you about what you thought of my relationship with Nick. Did you think that I was fake? Well, I didn't know you during that relationship. Right, but still, you don't know half of these relationships in Bachelor World, but you're still assuming that they're fake. Yeah, well, you're right. Well, it's easier to assume from a distance, especially when you're not personally tied to them. Like after saying after um, that interview, and again, like I'm. We spoke about it last week a little bit too. It's just like I've had, I've got a bad taste in my mouth as it comes to relationships in general. And mm-hmm. so that interview came fresh after my jadedness from like something this, that this you revelation found out. that I've right. had, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you found out a relationship you were in maybe wasn't as real as you thought it was. Right. Yes, that's part of it. Um, and we can get into that later. But okay. <laughs> uh, there are certain relationships that obviously you look up to and you idolize, like an Ashley and a Jared, or even like a Kendall and a Joe. Like Kendall mm-hmm. reached out to me and was like, um, Hey, just so you know, like people are reaching out to me questioning this. And I was like, well, Kendall, I know that you and Joe are real. <laughs> like you guys are adorable together. Adam and Raven, for instance, are, are adorable together. Like there's their boyfriend, girlfriend. They are. Absolutely. Kendall and Joe and Adam and Raven. But are here both. you said, oh, so you said, and you said, I guess, but boyfriend, girlfriend relationships. I'm not trying to grill you, but no, grill, I'm, please, I'm grilling go you a away, little bit. Grill away, please. Because I, also I want people to know what you truly meant by these because I think they are being I think I think the thing that, that frustrates me, and I, if you listen and watch the whole, it's like a five-minute interview. If you mm-hmm. watch the whole interview, um, I did a better job of kind of like articulating what I meant later on when I was saying that people will go into these shows and prioritize a relationship over a person, right? And so typically— mm-hmm. and, and, I have it, that quote. I, I'd like to read it, actually, sure. because I, I think it's a good quote. 
So you went on to continue and you said, I think contestants on The Bachelor will prioritize a relationship over the person. So they're like, I love being in a relationship more than I love you as a person. And that stuff, it sucks Mm -hmm. just to know how it should be. You should love a person and then want to be in a relationship with them, not love the idea of a relationship. And then you find someone to be in that with you. I said that. You did say that. That I actually, uh, that makes sense. I like that one. I agree with that, especially coming off of the Bachelor franchise where you have like this idea of like what the relationship could bring you and like the attention that you can get from the relationship. And so now zoom out. So that was my central thought. Now zoom out from that and you're, you're thinking to yourself, okay, these relationships are existing because the relationship was the central starting point for that. Not so much the other person. If these two people had met in real life, would would it have happened the way that it had happened? If there was no component of the public relationship, would it be the way that it is? And that's, it's just, there are certain relationships that obviously that would happen. It's, you're very grateful that the show is what brought you together to then be able to form those everlasting relationships. But it's also like remove the component of public notoriety, of social influence, of everything, the the monetary gain of whatever it is. And then will those relationships still be there? Like you look at Jared and Ashley and Ashley has been in love with Jared Literally from the moment she laid eyes on you. She could care less whether you were on a reality TV show or not. Granted, it took you a little bit longer to realize that. But once you did, then you were 100% all in. You could delete your Instagram today Mm -hmm. and you and Ashley would still be married for the rest of your lives. And that's something that I don't think many people from the franchise would be able to do to varying degrees. You know what I mean? I just think that there is a certain component that people factor into a relationship with this show that it's not very normal. I agree. I agree with that statement. I think what killed you with your statements was that you started off the interview saying none of the bachelor relationships are real. That was the only thing. And then you even went to go more detail by saying, well, maybe just boyfriend, girlfriend. But then of course there are very famous, not famous, but very well-known relationships that are just boyfriend, girlfriend from the, from the franchise. Well, I have a question. Yeah. I don't think anyone questions Jared and Ashley. Because that's an ongoing great thing. The unique perspective is a past relationship <laughs> from The Bachelor that didn't work out so well and how legitimate that was. So, Vanessa, you were quizzing him about you. Do you think me and me and Nick were real? So the question is, what do you think years later? Was it real between you and Nick? It was real. However, I think if there wasn't the pressure of... there's There was a few things involved, right? Like the idea of engagement for me was so critical and uh, i took that uh, to heart instagram engagement no not even <laughs> i was waiting for Honestly, that not, you know how many do you <laughs> no, know how many kidding. sponsors you know i said no you. to you know and like i don't even want to get into that you know because i didn't capitalize because i regret I not, second. <laughs> no i and there's a lot of things that i'm like i should have said yes to certain things but anyway i don't even want to get into that um but i do think you know we started realizing early on in the relationship that it was we were very very different people and you both know Nick and you both know me. And mm-hmm. I don't think that if, if I would never pin you two together, no, me neither. right? never. Right. And it's so interesting knowing you both now being like, wow, they were engaged. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's a bad thing. You're just very different. We're if, very different. If yeah. you had met outside that, of television. I don't think, no, I don't think if we would have met your, outside your of situation, television. I guess you can consider, consider unique because it took you time to realize that. And once right. you realized it, then you guys were like amicably, yeah. okay, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Does and that it was, back up Dean's point for you to say no, that wouldn't, you wouldn't have would, worked outside of television? It, I Yes. However, uh, I wouldn't say that 
all bachelor relationships, boyfriend and girlfriend relationships right. are fake. Because then yeah, I, w- the I, gonna... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come down to that conclusion with my relationship with Nick. So the point that that topic even got addressed in that interview was the very first question that interviewer asked me was, three months ago, you said that you'll never be in a bachelor relationship again. And I said, I will never be in a bachelor relationship again because of this reason, because this is how I feel oh. that the starting point is everyone prioritizes the relationship. I don't right. want to be the second priority in relationship and that's exactly how I feel. Can I but ask- I wouldn't say all because all bachelor relationships are fake. I, I've said the same statement. I would never, and I've been asked to do Bachelor in Paradise, Winter Games, and all that. And I said no to them. I've kindly uh, declined because I just don't want my relationship to be the center of what's going on in my life. And I want that person to love me for me and not me for, you know, the idea of right. who they think I am. Yeah. yeah, of course. Well, my question for you, Dean, two questions, because we talked about our relationships and whether they're real or not. So the question for me is, was your looking back on it now, was your relationship with Leslie real? Oh. And, yeah. And what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I really don't want Good job, Vanessa. <laughs> it's hard because I don't, I feel like I've already commented too much on that relationship. Like well, that's fair. Like, you can only speak for yourself. I You're not speaking like her seven behalf. months ago at this point. Um, How many months ago? Like seven months ago. Yeah. Seven months and I, 13 Listen, days. it's going to be two years. No. How many years am I single? It's going to be two years in, you in August. You got engaged. Yeah. No, it's going to be two years in August that I'm single and I'm still talking about my engagement with Nick. Yeah. So it's only been seven months. Two you years can talk in about August. It. Um, it's January. You can't say it. Well, listen, I'm Italian. <laughs> we like think way ahead. Okay. I'm like 32 already. <laughs> Dean. Dean. Bamanos. Was it real for you? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, it took some time. It took some warming up. It was, I think that there were still some things that I had to work through personally, but once I was able to work through them, I bought into it. I, I was, I was fully committed to it. Um, but then it's like, once you go all in with something and then you realize it's not what you expected it to be, things kind of start to d- deteriorate pretty quickly. Um, and then it's like, okay, you, you've essentially achieved nirvana, right? You've, you've reached the peak of the summit and this is what life is supposed to be like for the rest of your life. And then you get up there and you're like, well, okay, wait, this is actually going down here really quickly. Things aren't exactly how I expected them to be. The view isn't as quite as picturesque and beautiful as I thought it was going to be. So why the heck did I climb to the top of the mountain in this first place? Um, and then you start to like backtrack and you're like, okay, well, wait, maybe we're not supposed to be together. We've both given it our all. We both tried everything that we could. There is still a value to gain from staying together in this relationship, even though we don't necessarily love each other to the fullest extent that our hearts are capable of. And yet it's beneficial for us to stay together. But despite that, our well-being would be better off if we were to move in. What do you mean it was beneficial for you guys to stay together? Because well, look at any relationship. No, yeah. Coming okay, out of I didn't know where you were going yeah. with this because so at first I, it was like about climbing a mountain and looking at the view, and so I was. I thought it was another I'm super me- analogous. I, I thought it was another metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying you are you saying you stayed in it because there was potential monetary gain? Exactly. Can we just call it what it is? Sometimes on these relationships. You make more money together than you do apart, or you have more likes, or you have more followers. That's without a doubt. Or you get more appearances or more access Hollywood interviews. It's like just call it out. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm that's what I'm calling out. And that's what I'm saying. We we reached a point. And again, it's just it's not that one of us is a, a horrible person at the end of the day. It's just that together we weren't a match. We reached a point 
We both gave it. A, we both gave 100 percent effort. I, I again, I put an asterisk next to that because whatever. But <laughs> it, it, and there's so many frustrating things that I just cannot say right. on air. But I get that. But um, clearly, this was real for you, just because of how deeply affected you've been by whatever you found out in the past few weeks, which we don't know. But have kind of inferred. And it clearly affected it, you in a way because you literally went on Access Hollywood and said, right. none of the relationships with that affiliation are real. So it obviously pissed Zero you off for some reason. Uh, there's a clear, I'm a train, I was on the tracks, and now I'm completely off the tracks. Let's just face facts. I'm off the rails. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I think I'm the loose cannon of Bachelor Nation. There's a lot of truth to what I think you were inferring, but the lucky thing for Jared and Ashley is yes, there are many benefits to them being together, but they also are genuinely completely in love with each other. Right. And they would be even without that's, all the other that's stuff. That's my point. That's yeah. why I said Jared deletes his Instagram and Ashley, Ashley yeah. they're going to stay together for the rest of their lives. Yeah. That's not the case with everybody. everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, no, I'm not going to make like a half-ass statement where I say, you know, some couples, some couples aren't. I'm going to be objective and say all of them. And again, like, yeah, I'm a little... I'm being a bit like brash and over the top, um, but that's just that's just who I am, and I'm a sarcastic asshole, as I pointed out before. It's just like everything I say has to be taken with a very thick layer of sarcasm. Yeah, but not everyone gets that, and especially like no, and that's that was to Kendall's point too. She reached out and she said, "You know that Joe and I's relationship is is mm -hmm. as real as it gets," and I said, "Yes, I know that." Eyes, eyes is not a word. Joe's in mine. Hello, Bachelor Nation. Eyes oh will never gosh. be a word. Ashley, the or, I'm sorry, Amy, the uh, the grammar Nazi over here. Um, and I said, yes, I know that. And then Kendall rebuked with saying how people tend to take even like my word as gospel, despite how I like view myself as very sarcastic. Other people don't see me that way. I think a lot of people view, um, they don't take our word as gospel, but the fact is you have more knowledge have about insight, these relationships right? that anybody, than anybody yeah. else. So with, if you say it, they're going to take it as fact because they're like, holy crap. Well, Dean's friends with all these people. So obviously these relationships are fake. Yeah. That's why. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I again, I still stand by what I said. <laughs> like, I'm not going to waver on that. No, you should. I, I'm, maybe in a year I'll look back and be like, why the heck did I say that? But right now I'm still in this mindset where I, I, in an ideal world, I will never be in a bachelor relationship again. Vanessa's wifed up or husbanded it up right now. So granted, her and I are never going to work out. Now, here's the thing, though. If you meet somebody off camera that is in the Bachelor family, that is like, for example, Jason and Caitlin right now, there's all these rumors that they're dating. I and know. if they're together, that's know. definitely a Bachelor relationship. Yeah, but he, OK, see, so here's my thing with that, too, is I'm not doubting. I don't know the extent of the relationship at all. I don't mm -hmm. think any of us really do at this point yet. Maybe they're just going on dates, whatever it is. But the fact that, that they're publicizing it so early. So, on. Yeah. so much. Yeah. And I love Jason, and I know that he is. And a I very, love Caitlyn. Yeah, and yeah. they're both as real as and it gets. I love them both. <laughs> <laughs> they're both as real as it gets. But part of it also is like, are you in this? Are you in this relationship because you like me? Or are you in this relationship because you like the way that people think that we are together? Could it be? And I'm just asking the question that any relationships in this Bachelor Nation world are different than a traditional relationship because of the public eye and, and that you went on a show. I think they're today. inherently different. I think it's, I think, well, yes, I th you're right. I think it's also, it's two people that have experienced something that no one else is ever going to be able to relate to. And I think at least for like my relationship with Nick, we were, we were bonding off of that. Right. Yeah. But um, if that's the only thing you're bonding off. No, over, I'm saying, like I think that was like, we had we, we we started to have like a solid foundation and then like we started realizing that we were very different.
But then we're like, okay, well, we came this far. We have like this crazy experience and like that no one else will really ever understand. Let's see. Let's try to make it work. And we did couples therapy and I've, I've openly spoken about this. Um, but at the end of the day, like we both said, like, it's not worth extending and staying in a relationship that makes us both unhappy. Of course. Or like the gain of what? That's going to last like. And to harp back to like the, the Jason and Caitlin question that you guys brought up. Uh, nobody's above questioning, you know, like anytime someone questions my relationship with Ashley, I actually don't mind it. And I don't care if they do, mm-hmm. because if they don't know me, sure, they can question where public figures, they can question whatever relationship I'm in. And because I don't mind defending it because I know how real it is. So if somebody who doesn't know me says you guys are fake, well, you don't know what you're talking about. And so I agree with you, the Jason and Caitlin thing, like I, I, I hope that they're really happy, but sure, there's nothing wrong with questioning if people are real or not, especially in the relationships or what their objectives are to stay together in a relationship within the Bachelor franchise. Um, but I just, I, it, it, I think it was different because it came from you. That was the only difference within this entire thing. But what does it, what does it matter whether it comes from me or someone else? Because you know us. And so if somebody who's our friend says every relationship is fake, they're, and then it's obviously alluding to people that the, you the, know. Yeah, know. If it's someone who is part of the franchise but not really involved in it, then it's like, oh, they're just assuming. For example, whatever. before I was on the show watching this, I, was, I remember watching Sean and Catherine's wedding special years ago. And I was like, fake. They're doing it all for fame. And of course, I was just an ignorant guy who didn't know the actual yeah. relationships behind these 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 people. And so uh, I, I don't fault people for making their own opinions on my relationship. Yeah. Uh, well, Unless that, they know me. Right. Well, here's it's the only difference. Yeah. I mean, I've known you for a little over a year now. No, I've known you more than that. I met you. You met him before you met me. So we've known you. No. I've known you for a while, Dean. I've known yeah. you for almost like a year and a half. You were, you were on Rachel season. So you were like spring of 2017. You were on. TV? Yes. Anyways, the point is, <laughs> what that? Yeah. So I, but I met you during the summer, like you, right around. So like summer 2017. I don't think that you're. Well, you're and Ashley's romantic history is not. I'm normal. not even talking about us. It's not I'm normal just, though. This is the point that I'm trying to make. It's like oh, you, it's not normal at all. You, is there a specific? Okay. Is there a specific couple you want to call out? Is that? Oh, you're expecting to call it out on air right now? I'm, well, I mean, <laughs> you've done it. Not. You're like absolutely. Not. The point that I'm trying to make is Jared. And this is how I, I this is how I idolize love in my brain is Jared was an idiot and fought it so hard every step of the way, and yet him and Ashley are still together. So despite everything, Ashley and Jared are still in love and gonna get married. And that's how I view love is this the word despite, I think, is super important. Despite right. Jared fighting it and and trying to not let it happen, it still happened because that's just the universe telling them that they're supposed to be together. On the other side, it's people that are saying because of all of this, I want to be with you. Not, I want to be with you, and then this right. is all of it. I get it. That's I my point. That's I agree yeah. with you because I've even on this past season of Paradise, there were people that went on there and were like, "I just want what Tanner and Jade, or like, I want a relationship like Tanner and Jade, Carly and Evan." Mm-hmm. And they were given all examples of Bachelor people because they were on Bachelor in Paradise. But you're right; people go into this wanting a relationship, and then they fill whatever that spot is with somebody that they right. think, you know, should be that person, Mister Right There. It's like, is there any chance that maybe what you were actually saying is it's like these bachelor couples, it's easier for you to all date each other and then you just fall into it almost like a crutch and then you're just in it and doing it. And half the time you don't even live in the same city. So it's this long distance sort of public Instagrammy thing 
when if you met under totally different circumstances, would it still be? Right. That's yeah, that's where we're. And I agree that because the relationships are formed from The Bachelor, they probably last longer than they would in in normal life. you Relation, know, well, because you saying? know, there's so much, there's so much public opinion behind that. That I'm sure people are like, no, we should really try to stay Stick together. It out. No, see, Nick and I were like, nope, we know we're gonna get backlash. Like, mm-hmm. whatever, let's just do what makes us happy. Interestingly, none of the couples that have gotten married have gotten divorced. I know. So there is something Zero. to think well, that's about. Good. That's Zero. good. If you're willing to go across that threshold, then you know that that's going to be a, a legitimate commitment. And that's sad. It's easy you, to date if, someone. It's easy to be someone's boyfriend or someone's no, girlfriend. No, of course. But I mean, that's sad if you're thinking about the fact that you're basically paralyzed because you're afraid of what people are going to say if a relationship doesn't work out. I think, I mean, you can speak from personal experience, but I would say that's probably pretty true. Yeah, it's 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 sad. It is sad that you take into account what other people say. Yeah. I mean, we we all do it, though. It makes me uncomfortable, but, but you know what makes me super comfortable? That's also life. There's plenty of couples that don't get divorced or break right. up it's because this, they, they don't they you worry don't about the shame. what their family's going right. to say or their friends or they don't want to hurt their kids. So it's not that unreal. Mm-hmm. It's sort of right. this twisted, heightened reality, but it's not that but, different than what Regular people like me and Mark. <laughs> did I did I adequately answer that question? I think yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah, yes. you made sense. You absolutely made sense. Yeah. You're basically saying you want if you were going to be in a relationship with someone from the Bachelor world, you want that person to love you for you, despite the fact the that you have X amount of followers or that you are a public figure or that. I think the whatever. most the most I was thinking about this the other day. The most important word in any relationship is the word despite. Right. Because well, that's unconditional love, that's, right? right? Exactly. Right. Well, Dean, I hope you never change because you went from hashtag Colton, not my bachelor, <laughs> to every bachelor you relationship is fake. Oh, I'm, like I said, I've been training and I'm off the rails. So Dude, I, don't I know love where the rails it. Are out of this All point. that stuff makes me super uncomfortable. But do you know? You, do you know what makes me really comfortable? What's that? What Tell I'm wearing that. right now? I'm What's wearing that? Um, Third Love. Oh, okay. I just flew in from Montreal, um, and it's a long flight, so I wanted to make sure that I'm wearing something super comfortable, and I love cotton. And so just to give you a little bit of a background, Third Love has the perfect fit. They use um, millions of women's real measurements um, and they design bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. And they have more sizes than any other brand. And what they have is their signature half cup sizes. So I didn't even know that I was a half I'm not going to tell you my cup well, what's size. The, like, don't tell us a cup, but what's right. a half cup? Like, like you a can be like B an plus? A and a half, B and a half, not plus, half. Like, you know, your shoe size, right? You Are have there like, pluses in, in bra sizes? No. Is there like a B plus? No, there's like, there's no B plus. There's like a double D. Oh, okay. That's like, I guess D. But Third Love basically has a B plus. Third. It's like a B and a half. Right. Yeah. It's a B and a half. Um, and I think that's important because like we all have different, we all have different body sizes and different shapes. So it's important to find something that's like really comfortable. Um, and all you have to do is it's really simple. All you have to do is take their fit finder quiz, answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit. They even have this new cotton collection that I'm actually currently wearing right now. And I wore it on the plane. Um, and they're actually the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. Uh, you can get their cotton t-shirt bras and cotton underwear. It took two years to develop the perfect cotton collection, which is made with a premium cotton called Pima. Or I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing Let's it properly. Let's go with Pima. Pima. Sure. Right. Um, Try to say that five times fast. Pima, 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 Pima. Not Pima, but what you said, the premium cotton. Premium cotton, cotton. No, we can't do it. That's tough, but... I'm telling you, they're really they're really comfortable, and they have like a bunch of different colors that you can get. I have like burgundy, black, beige, um, and they have like the half sizes. 
The result is a line of incredible, soft, smooth, and breathable bras and underwear you'll want to wear every day. Um, I don't sleep with any bra or under underwear, but if I had to, do you I would sleep def- in the nude? No, no, I wear but like, like pajamas. I wear pajamas, but if I had to sleep like in underwear and stuff, I'd definitely sleep in Third Love. Um, well, so well, well, while you're on that topic, Jared, what do you sleep in? I sleep in boxers. Just, I'm a no just shirt, boxers. Just boxers. No shirt. Just you don't boxers. Get cold. Uh, no, under the covers. I, I love feeling like that. This. I feel, I love feeling a little bit cold yeah, and then that's good. putting the covers up. on and it's like that little crisp. Oh. See, I can only <laughs> sleep like that if I have a headache. If a I have, headache? Yeah. What? If I Hold have on, a migraine, what? I want to be cold in bed. But oh, anyway. Okay. Deaners, that- what do you sleep in? Third love, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he actually tried on my bra when I first got I it. Still I remember it. that. <laughs> so Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. All you have to do is go to thirdlove.com slash Dean. No. no! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Vanessa to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash V-A-N-E-S-S-A for 15% off today. Did you spell your name correctly? Did you say V-E? V-A. It sounded like V-E. V-A-N-E-S-S-A. Guys, I'm jet lagged. Canadian. Can we all spell it together? Because I was, all right, ready? One, two, three. V-A-N-E-S-S-A. Vanessa. For 15% off today. All right, so we have a special guest in studio, a very special guest, host of the new show on USA, Temptation Island. We have in studio, not from Boston, Mm -mm. but Mock L. Wahlberg. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here, and I love that Bostonian uh, accent there, Mark. Well, when we Mark. first when, we fr- when I first heard Mark Wahlberg is coming in studio, yeah. we're I all thought, a little confused. Oh, well, I thought Help I Suck at Dating just got a huge jump in the budget to right. get our guests, but Mark, we're very excited for you to be. <laughs> now you realize that right now, 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 now it's such a I'm well within the budget. And then it was like, oh, that Mark Wahlberg. But I mean, I walked Even in, better. and he, I say, I said, you look like yeah, Chris too late. Exactly. Oh, totally. So just hit me with every diss possible. Let's get it out now. Well, not that Mark Wahlberg. I'm not Chris Harrison. I'm just some schmuck who wanders. You have to remember, I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. So, like the Wahlbergs, they they walk on sacred ground. I understand. I understand their turf, and I'm a big fan of theirs. So, I mean, how can I not be? My name is Mark Wahlberg. I get quizzed on his career every day. I I mean, Mark, I got to say, to kind of go against the grain with what the two co hosts over here are doing. Temptation Island from the early 2000s is when it initially aired, right? Right. Was one of the most popular TV shows of all time at that point. At the time, I think it was the highest rated show in the history of Fox. And that was your show. Well, I hosted it. Well, so yeah. that means it's yours, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it was it- very early. It was like reality TV had not, it wasn't a thing. It was like Big Brother came out and nobody really watched it yeah. at first. Survivor came out, was a hit. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we came out. And then, right. And then I think like MTV started spinning off Real World and Road Rules and those well, Real World of- was before all of well, that. Well, that's way oh, before. Right? Real yeah. World yeah. was the first first. Okay. Right. Then there was a special called Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire, which I was the oh, warm-up right. guy for. That was oh, a you trainer. were the crowd guy? The- I was the crowd guy. And it was there that I got the job because oh, wow. I was- Crowd guy, but I was bitter about it because I had had my own talk show before that, and I was like just trying to pay bills, and it's a whole long story. And and Mike Darnell, the head of Fox, came up to me after that taping. He says, "You should do warm up for all of our shows." And I'm like, "Nah, dog, I should host your show." Yeah. And I walked off, and then I ended up hosting Temptation Island, which is wild. I watched the super teaser, and I was like the getting hives. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, why? Listen, why? I was. Why would anyone want to a go on the Bachelor? I did it, so yeah. I get it. But I mean, <laughs> at least, but at least I'm going on the show, and if he was going to end things with me, there was no 
previous connection yeah, that I had with him. Extreme. Right? I mean, that's right. like you're in a relationship. You don't know if you're gonna end up getting married. So hey, how about we go and see if we're gonna like sleep with other people? And that's crazy. Well, you to boil me. it down to a, an interesting tea there, but I don't know if that's the whole. Well, thing. I mean, that, well, Mark, I mean, that's like what my anxiety level no, is I, telling me. You're not wrong, Mark. For I'm the listeners saying. that are unfamiliar with Temptation Island, do you mind just giving us like a quick sixty-second sure. elevator pitch For of sure. what the show is? Yeah, yeah. So you've got four couples, young couples who are not married. Big distinction we have to make is most people leap to, oh my God, this <laughs> is the end of Western civilization, <laughs> um, which it may be. But nonetheless, there are four couples who've been dating for years. Uh, each couple, and they're at a standstill. They're stagnant. They've got problems before they go to the next level. It's not necessarily marriage. So they agree to go to Temptation Island where they will be single again, and it's their choice to come, right? So the four couples come. Wait, you have a question? You I can't have even so wait. many questions. I'm like, <laughs> wait, hold like, on. So, so they're like, me. oh, we're going to be single. Yeah, I'm going to so answer th- these for you. Okay. It's going to work out. I swear, I'm getting like. I'm getting <laughs> Just breathe, baby. I got you. I'm right here for you. Okay, okay. What are some of the issues that they're having? Well, like, you know, one girl saying, you know, we've been dating for several years. It's time to get married. If I don't the get a ring. One. Yeah. Yeah. The She's other beautiful. is we were boyfriend and girlfriend since, you know, for High 16 school. years old. Yeah. He Next. cheated somewhere in there. Oh. I have trust issues. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, the other one is he's a little older than the, the girl and, and, you know, they're wondering, you know, she, he's ready for commitment. Maybe she's not. And then in the other couple, I think one of the issues is that she doesn't feel like he's the alpha male that she mm. wants. And not sure she wants to raise kids with this guy. And that so you want to see each other. Is so, it, is, so they choose to come to the island for whatever reasons they think are the reasons. And that let's be honest, answers. if a couple chooses to go to Temptation Island, that relationship is probably already doomed, doomed before they right. get to the island. I get a little headier than that, but yes, I think that maybe the first blush is what you think. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so sure. Okay. I think people come on shows thinking, ah, we'll be fine. Let's just kind of, we'll do this and it'll all be good. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be on TV and stuff. But what I tell them on the air and off the air is like, there's two reasons you come here. One is the one you tell producers, which is we have problems with our relationship and we're looking like on The Bachelor. I'm coming to find true love when in fact yeah. you're coming to find Instagram followers. But it's all good. <laughs> Not you particularly. Which is I'm true love. One goes on right. TV for this. But I say to these guys, whatever your reason for coming on the air, it's going to get real real quick. So it doesn't really matter because true. the answer, I, it, although I would never advise anybody to go do this, um, you're going to find out how you feel for sure. And well, it's real. What I what I was thinking was if the couple does get into or like they're not tempted to be with other people or whatever, and then they remain a couple like. So when we were filming The Bachelor, yeah. uh, we finished filming in November and it airs in January and in between like November to January. You're, you're locked down. You can't like talk you're about locked it. Down. I mean, you're talking about it with your significant other, right? Like Nick and I were like talking about things that happened, but it's one thing to be told what happened. And then it's another thing to relive it. After yeah. it's happened already. So I'm so, assuming like how do so these couples. So here's how this works. So the four couples come. They move into separate houses. So the four girls live oh. in one villa. The four boys live in another villa. And in those villas, the four girls have 12 single guys. And the four guys have 12 single girls. Now they're going to date and hang out and whatever and figure out what's up. There's three possible outcomes. There's no prize. So it's either going to be that you realize after all of this that what you had was real and what you were complaining about was petty, and let's go together and stay together forever and leave with the answers. Or you may find that you haven't found anybody, but you don't want to be in this relationship, so you leave separately. Or you've found new love. I will tell you that all three of those things are definitely in play. Well, so here's here's my zinger that I want to introduce Zing into it. this scenario. So I moved to Venice three years ago. I lived in Westwood for a year in Los Angeles, and then after living there for a year, I moved to Venice. Lived in this quaint little bungalow in Venice for about a year. Right. Um, after that year, I moved out and moved into my new house. 
we obviously continued to get and receive mail at our old house in Venice. And so we would have to go over there often um, to pick it up. And I was always the one that was tasked with doing that because my roommates are lazy. And I mean, I'm lazy as well, but I was, I needed some mail sometimes. So one of the girls that lived there, Brittany, am I right? <laughs> yes, sir. Cause I know she's from Venice. Yeah. So one of the girls that lived there eventually ended up getting cast for this show at Temptation yeah. Island. Oh, and I Jared think and I awesome. were looking at each other like, wait, how do you guys know that? How do you know yeah. that? Well, I'm a, I'm a reality host. I need to know a lot of stuff. And so, no, so I, I just knew she was from Venice and I happen to think she's awesome. No, she's Brittany fantastic. The real deal. But she's it's funny great. because. Is she one of the single ladies? She's one of the single She's ladies. one of the single ladies and she's going to be a pretty prominent character in the, in the episode. Well, because, and, and this is a good point. So. On the original Temptation Island, and people ask me, how are they different? The format's almost exactly the same. So if you were down for the show originally, you're going to love it. And if you don't know the show, I always tell people it's like watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette simultaneously times eight. <laughs> right? It's, that's what's going on. And Paradise. <laughs> right. Right. All of it into one thing. So uh, anyway, so what I think is interesting is originally the tempters, those singles, were there to tempt. Right. But now this version is less that and more about everybody's in the same boat. Even the singles are looking to find love. They're hoping they're going to find that person. So the relationships take on more than just, hey, let's fool around. It takes on confidant and friends and advisors. And and Brittany plays a lot of that role, too. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah I was, she's got her act really together. She's great. I was looking at the cast and I'm like, the women Beautiful. I was looking at the men. I'm like, mm, maybe there's two that I would be like, I wouldn't say tempted, but two that but were you know cute. And I'm like, that. I would not bring my guy, my new guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vanessa's not a guy. We'll get to that it's, later. Is it fluid? It's a fluid situation, the guy I thing? just wouldn't. I'm like, no. And that's why I was getting <laughs> high. So I'm like, no, 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 no. What? Nothing. What? So you say that the four guys and the four girls that are in relationships. They go off. Yep. They go off separately with two either. Houses. Yep. Two houses. Exactly. So is there any point within the show that they're brought back together right, for so a, a cliche, question. a rose ceremony type thing? Um, Fantasy suite? That's not how we do it. No, like eliminations. Oh. No, is no. There, it, it works a different way. So every episode, not the first episode, but after that, every episode kind of ends with our bonfire, mm-hmm. which is our kind of place. Like a Survivor-esque I, thing? Kind of, but not so, you know, fire means. It okay, just happens yeah. to be a fire, yep. and, you know, whatever. Do they hand anything off, like roses? So or? Here's what, no, there's no roses. Okay. We've got no roses. Not the best yeah. Sorry, no. Um, I mean, I can work some in if that's important. No, you don't need no. any roses in your show. So basically okay. what happens is they check in with me. I'll sit with the girls first or the guys, but they're never together. and uh, talk about their experience, how it's going, and then we show them um, clips of their <gasps> boyfriends on the other side of the island. Oh, wow. But they're really short clips, sort of out of context. No. And it's, how does that make you feel? And literally in the first, well, this is the second episode of the first bonfire, I show this clip of one boyfriend, and literally he's drunk in the clip, I think, and it's a confessional. It's not even him doing anything. It's him talking to yeah. the camera. And he says what he's saying, like 20 seconds, and the Girlfriend says, that's it. I'm breaking up right now. It's over. And I literally look at her and say, look, I, I understand this is upset, upsetting you. And I understand that you know him better than I do. But what did he say? I mean, yeah. all I heard was like a few words and not even a sentence. But she and that's the whole thing I keep telling but them. I'm you get- don't know what's going on. So it's really about Can how they you communicate feel. with each other. Not at all. Okay. No phones, no computers. But no- I'm assuming if there are insecurities prior to going on right. into the show, then those arise, right? So, so that's why they're on the show. No, but I'm saying like maybe he said three words and those three words were like, were that was for enough her for her, her because mm-hmm. it's something that has happened in the past or whatever brought her back to like. But mm-hmm. I think that says a lot about how we are in relationships that we're, we're projecting onto people our own issues that may or may not be true. And so what I keep <laughs> saying to them 
is look, you for this time you got 25 days or whatever, you're not going to see your boyfriend. So all, you can't control what's going on there. Yeah. So if you think it was about waiting to see if he cheats or not, maybe you can use this time to look inward and see what it is about your relationship that wasn't working for mm, you. I agree. Right? When you were saying that, the first thing that came to my mind was excuse making, so to speak. And it's kind of a metaphor where somebody's in a relationship and then they're almost looking for a reason to break up because they are tempted. And like these singles are kind of a metaphor for me for like online dating. Well, if you want to talk about dating and how this really plays out, I, I mean, if you really want to go there, I'd be happy to talk to you about it because I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of the issue when a relationship isn't firing isn't that the other person is failing you, but there's this inner dialogue of your own, of expectation and upset based on your own stuff mm-hmm. that you may or may not be communicating, and it's it's really unfair for the other person. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of interesting because it forces you to kind of – suddenly you get perspective from the opposite sex you weren't getting. Somebody might say, hey, you know – and I keep saying, where are you holding yourself? In what regard do you hold yourself? Because it's really about if you can't control what's going on, then – you know, take a look inside. What weren't you getting? What did you love about your relationship? What don't you love about your relationship? Now's your chance to correct. So when we go on The Bachelor, we have a chance to talk to a therapist. Are there any therapists or couple therapists? Sure. Yeah. I think any reality show, I mean, literally any of them has mm-hmm. to has to responsibly mm-hmm. have. Right. But I don't think Big Brother does. Well, I don't know. Not during do. the show. Uh-huh. Not during filming. Um, we have somebody on call there. If somebody needs to talk to them, they're there. And uh, and it's important to me, too. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's so funny. It's a reality TV show. I may be the most gullible person on the <laughs> island because I buy it a hundred percent. I'm like, I'm here for you. It's, are we having a moment? That's good. You know? That's what you need. That's what the, but the it's legit for as a host, right? Yeah. And so I remember when I did Temptation Island back in the day, oh, I'm, you guys are giving looks. I'm dying to know the inside story. <laughs> like I so want to know what happens on The Bachelor. But for me, they're real people. They chose to come here. It's not something I'd be down for, but okay. And I, I literally say to them, look. Whatever your reasons for coming here are yours. I have no judgment. I'm just an advocate for you getting whatever it is you thought you wanted out of this. Yeah. So how long do they stay on the island? I think it was about 28 days, something like that. Oof, I wouldn't last 28 seconds. You'd be surprised. No. I'd stay in Maui for 28 days, I think. That's a long time to be separated from a single or in a relationship. Single. Oh, well. Well, Being in Maui single for 28 days, thanks for carrying that burden for us. That, that'd be pretty easy, but this is deep. <laughs> Thanks for carrying that burden yeah, thank for you. us. Thank you. You're willing you're to welcome. do that. Yeah. Well, like you said, paradise the, the four myself. couples on here, they've all, the the <laughs> least amount of time that one couple's been together is two and a half years. Right. Every other couple has been together for more than that. That's right. I mean, these are serious relationships that people are putting on the line. And it's very curious for me because when I, 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 I didn't watch the show as a kid, but I remember hearing all about it. And I just imagined like couples that had been on and off for three months that maybe had a kid together or something like that no. that weren't going to make it. These are legitimate couples. Well, that was never the case then, although one couple did have a kid. We found out and we kicked them off. Oh, I, I, no. I'm really? saying as a kid, never watching oh, the show, right. I assumed it that way. And then watching this this rebooted version yeah. if you if you revamped version if reboot. you call that it's a reboot sure um it's not like that at all these are very legitimate couples these are couples well, that I, have been a lot through a yeah. lot together well what i like about this as opposed to the original the original the the cast was great but they were young 22 23 something like that and i know this is sort of splitting hairs but the, there's a big difference between 23 and 27 mm-hmm. yeah 28, it is 30 mm-hmm. a lot has happened and so you stop dating for sport. You start dating as an audition. It's like, am I wasting my time mm-hmm. now? Right. And so when people are this many years into something and it's not going forward, you know, and I think that a lot of times young couples have a timeline of, I want to be married by this time. I want to have a wedding by this time and all that stuff. 
and that's not legit. No, it's not. That's not how it works. I don't have a timeline. Oh Dean is poking me. Stop. God. I don't have a timeline. I Are said you I, kidding I, me? What? You Are you kidding me? More than anyone I've ever met has a time. No, okay. So once after we were done doing an episode, I look at Dean. I'm like, Dean, why am I still single? Like, why is it that I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, what, what was your answer again? He's like, I think you're you're too much. You put or a lot. You put a lot of pressure on on the situation. And it's, it can come across I'm 31 as years too old. I'm 31. I'm 31. And now she's going to rationalize it. Yeah, no, I'm 31 years old. I just, and I was dating in LA, just wasn't working out for me. I moved back to Montreal. I'm now like talking to someone who's absolutely wonderful and wants the same things as I do. Right. Um, when are I'm you like two way get too married, honest. by the way? <laughs> as soon as she drops the dead weight and we figure it as out. As soon as he stops being friends with Nick. off the chain. <laughs> um, I'm just letting you know. And so I don't think there was there was a timeline for me when I was in my early 20s. You and ducked that whole thing. I, I did, yeah. I'm really great at it. I'm great at doing interviews, Mark. Yeah. Um, so but now, I'm a reality host, so I can dig it that in. Media uh-huh. I'm, really like about the hook right I'm just going to fly back home now. <laughs> All right, fine. Anyway, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I sidetracked. I think when I was in my early 20s, I did have a timeline. I wanted to be married by 28 because I figured by 30 I can start having a kid and I have like two years of having fun as a married couple. But now I'm 31 and I'm not married. I I was engaged. That ended. Yeah. Um, But I think for me as a 31 year old in a being in a couple, I don't know if I would be able to do a show like Temptation Island because I'm like, I want to be able to either like end it right away or not. If you're a couple having problems that you would sit down across from one another and say, look, we're having problems when you discuss this or right. you get some help, some therapist, right. do some counseling, I'm whatever. All for that. So going to Temptation Island to solve your problems is not a choice I would suggest for anyone. <laughs> it's like the couples are wrinkly shirts. Temptation Island is a steaming iron. Their hope is that the wrinkles are all going to get pressed out by the end of it. Unfortunately, they're going to be wearing the shirts while we steam them. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's the thing about it. And I say this to them. This is a bizarre, extreme experience. It's not something I would recommend, nor is it the best way for couples to deal with problems in their relationship. But I, I believe this in my heart. If you, if you were unsure and you come and do this island thing, at the end of it, you're going to be definitely clear how yeah. you feel. And I describe it this way. Go back to high school, middle school. You're you're going with somebody that's your girlfriend and you break up because you think you can do better and whatever. And then the next day you see her at lunch sitting with somebody else and you're immediately flooded with everything you miss about her. Everything glorious about her is right there in front of you. That perspective happens sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? So I keep saying you come here with questions and you want answers. You're going to get answers, but the questions will change. Well, especially when you can watch, like you said, they, the the couples get to see twenty second clips, however long. From yeah, that's other just torture. Other. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy like, torture. Because the Such other, I, I'm sure that significant other has no idea that the other person's going to see it, and so if you're nor acting, do you, and and the clip you're seeing is out of context, you don't know right. what's up. Sure. And I keep saying to them, it's not about what the context. You, this is not about you figuring out if they're cheating on you or not. Right. What I say to them is, when you see a clip, you're going to have a feeling, or you're not going to have a feeling. And both of those are answers. So if you see a clip of your girlfriend in the arms of a dude and it, you can say to yourself, well, but that was probably staged or it was whatever. Right. But if you, something doesn't viscerally come up for you, then you know where you are. Mm-hmm. You don't really care. You got to trust your gut sometimes. And if something does come up for you, that's something to look at. Wow, I, I got really jealous right there. Maybe I care more than I thought I did. Mm. Maybe I need to look at why I'm not treating this as special as it is for me now. Or maybe you're getting jealous for some other reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having done this show once before and yes. seeing couples go through it, what did, advice did you give the couples for this upcoming season before they embarked on this journey? Well, first of all, I didn't see them until I met them on camera. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, and as far as like the whole thing goes, like. Before they met the singles. Let me rephrase that. Because um, you meet the couples before they go off to the singles. Right. But for the day before when we have our sort of get together. So did you have look, any advice for them? I try not to give advice because that's not my role. If they ask, I'm happy to share my experience and be real about it. And you'll see it in the first episode where I say stuff about my own life. But um, that's not my role, man. I'm the host. So it's not my job to give advice. But what I do say to them is, look, you know, yeah, just remind them of the gravity of the situation. You're saying goodbye right now. And, and you may not, you may think this is whatever, but this, think about this, that when you kiss your girlfriend goodbye, it may be the last time you ever kiss her. Oh my God. So get your head around that. Mark, mm-hmm. quick, quick question for you. Yeah. Are there any virgins on this season of Temptation Island? Um, I understand that's the big buzz phrase now in the Bachelor Nation. Um, I I did not do a clinical test of virginity. A clinical test. So um, I really am not at liberty to say, nor do I know, if if there's virtue or not. Okay. I was just wondering if you had had the birds and birds and bees talk with any of the uh, the contestants this year, but it sounds like no. Not so much the case. Um, although I'm willing to have it with you guys now, if there's anything you're <laughs> confused about, I'm, I think <laughs> we we've already seen the Bachelor episode, so right. we've had plenty of virgin right. talk. Yeah. Um, well, Mark, thank you so much for coming in. This was incredible. Yeah. Let's. Uh, where can we see Temptation Island? When does it When does it come out? Oh, it's not for TV. I just did it as a social <laughs> okay. experiment. Yeah. 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 This is for your private collection. Like I'm just. It's like on my Instagram. So it's awesome. Uh, no. Uh, we air Tuesdays. Yep. Uh, Tuesday. 10 o'clock, first episode of January 15th, which is tomorrow, depending on when this, but Tuesday, January 15th. And um, the first episode is already streaming on YouTube. Yeah, why would you guys do that? Why did you stream one on YouTube and then just for fun? I haven't made a decision in my (laughs) career since... I decided so we to can watch college. the first episode before yeah. January fifteenth. Well, before yeah, it's on YouTube. Like right it's now. on YouTube. Oh, so, it's on YouTube. The first episode. So this episode that airs on Tuesday, January fifteenth at ten nine central now. is yeah. already out. Yeah. And but, then are they going to do back to back? Maybe episode one and episode two, or then will next tonight? Week be uh, tomorrow two. night you're going to see only episode one and okay. then a tease of episode Great. two, and then episode two will be on. But I got to tell you something, you guys. I mean, and I know I'm supposed to sell a show and tell you why you should watch. But if you like The Bachelor and my family watches it, by the way, my daughter feels like I'm sitting with royalty right now. So shout out to Goldie Wahlberg. Well, you are. Big ups to Goldie in Kansas City. Keep it real for the family. Yeah, Goldie. Um, Hi, Goldie. Hi, Goldie. Goldie, I saw a video that your dad took of you dancing and you are an incredible dancer. Yeah, she's she's a real deal. Yeah. And my son's out. um, That's why I laugh at all this because my son has a real job. He's a Navy pilot in the Persian Gulf right now doing that. And single, by the way. Oh. Um, And so, sorry. <laughs> what am I, chop liver? Well, no, you're not chop liver, but you got to step up your game in clothes. Is Goldie single? Goldie's single, but just because you have a Goldie? license doesn't mean you can drive a Ferrari. <laughs> oh. All right. So you, you know. That's fair. That's fair. No, and, and his son, Morgan, he showed me videos of him flying. He's a badass. He's Vanessa. a beast. A good kid. Guys, I'm dating someone. Yeah, well, okay. we'll get to that we'll later. Get, uh, yeah, well, we'll get to that later. It's <laughs> not about you right you now. You need to book some time with me. But I will say this. The Bachelor is an incredible show. So you need to watch that on Monday nights. It's awesome. But Temptation is for Tuesdays. Okay. Ooh. Right? And it is. Temptation Tuesdays. If you love, if you love reality, you love dating, I, I think we give you everything And that's on USA Network. USA Network. 11 episodes. Yeah. The I first think. episode tomorrow. It's supposed to be 10, Tuesday. but it was so off the hook they added an episode. So Nice. Yeah. I've got my Tuesday nights for the next three months planned out now. That's perfect. Well, let's check in. I'll come and chat with you guys and see how this uh, relationship of yours is going. Mark. No, I, I'm all for it. I want you to be happy. Maybe you'll see Vanessa on next year's episode. Or next Temptation, year's Island. Temptation Island. No. And I'll be one of the singles. Last. Ready okay. to make I think, yeah. Okay, let's take it easy. Well, I look forward to that day. I can make some predictions right here if you want, but I'm going to let that off Mark, the hook Mark, thank for now. you so much for coming in studio with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we're looking forward to Temptation Island. Again, that's on USA Network. I appreciate at you guys. Central. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for the free water and the conversation. It was fun. <laughs> Anytime. You guys have heard us talk about it before. 23andMe, one of our favorite sponsors, solely because their product is simply one of my favorite things in the world. It's so great to be able to live in a world where we have access to data that gives us more personal insights on who we are. And by using 23andMe, it allows me and you to go beyond ancestry to access more personalized ins- insights based on our DNA from your health pre- predispositions to your lifestyle choices. It's funny, actually, I was just having a conversation uh, with a friend about this, about what is and what isn't hereditary, because I think there seems to be some miscommunication on some things. But what's great about 23andMe is they're able to tell you so much about why you are the way you are based on your ancestors and and your bloodline and all that kind of stuff. Um, So with 23andMe Health Plus Ancestry Kit, you get over 125 reports on your health traits, ancestry, and way, way, way more than that. I'm so excited. So I swabbed and it's really easy. All you got to do is spit into a tube. Yeah. And they provide you the box and the label and everything. You just got to mail it out. Uh, I mailed it out. I spat into the tube and then I mailed it out like maybe like two weeks later. And I'm supposed to be getting my results this week. Ooh. I know. So next week we can talk about your results. I'm actually Mm -hmm. really... you know what I want to find out about? What if my you're mus- not Canadian? No, definitely Canadian. <laughs> I'm definitely Italian, but I want to find out about my muscle composition because you can find out about like, mm-hmm. why are you looking at me like that? What do you mean? like, like- Touch these guns. Okay. And I don't work out. Touch them and I don't work out. They're surprisingly really <laughs> solid. <laughs> I got like, I, and you know, I want to know it, you with like 23andMe, you can find out um, like athletes who have like these like genetically like better, I don't know what it's called, like muscle composition. Right. So are you right, trying right. to find out if you're just an I athlete with better genetic composition I want to find out if I could, be, if I could have become an Olympian. Yeah, there's, a, there's a good one, a caffeine consumption report too, that uh, it's genetic factors that help explain how much caffeine people tend to consume. And that's hereditary. So that's pretty interesting. Like the oh. caffeine consumption report is based on genetic variants near two genes that play a role in how your body handles caffeine. Variants near these genes can influence if you're likely to consume more or less caffeine than average. So- I'm excited to do the lactose intolerance report. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so almost everybody is born with the ability to digest dairy products. But unfortunately, as I get older, my stomach is not able to handle ice cream the same way that it used to. So you can take 23andMe and you can find out if you have a genetic variant that makes you unlikely to be lactose intolerant. So I kind of need to find that out because I think Ashley's pretty much tired of smelling my farts. If my <laughs> stomach if my stomach couldn't handle ice cream, I would. I don't know what I would do. Dude, with it's horrible. Life. I like, don't know what I would do. I love dairy. I love ice cream. Do you but drink my, milk? Uh, I drink coffee milk. Oh, okay. It's like a Rhode Island thing. It's like, it's milk, but then it's oh, the just coffee ones? syrup. Anyways, buy your 23andMe health and, <laughs> and ancestry kit today at 23andMe.com slash Dean. That's the number two, the number three, andme.com slash Dean. Again, that's 23andme.com slash Dean. Get your 23andMe ancestry plus health kit. It's it's really just fun to learn these things about you. I'm excited to, for Vanessa to get her so we can finally start Diving a little bit more into your background. Mm, yeah. Very Ooh, raise the roof. Let's go. <laughs> 23andMe.com slash Dean. Check it out. Okay. So I'm a little bit nervous. Why? Because of your reaction. From to, last week's episode? No, your reaction to um, a guest that's going to be walking in shortly. So, okay. Dean, why would you have a reaction to Chad? Chad Johnson coming on. Well, we all know Chad. Chad is a pretty compelling figure from the He's Bachelor a franchise. polarizing figure, to say the least. But is he? Because I feel like, what's his name from uh, last? Jordan. Jordan. Kimball, right? Is that his name? I probably feel the same way about Jordan. No, he's so sweet. I met Jordan. way two different people. I'm not saying one's bad or one's good. I'm just saying Jordan Jordan was like very, 
out there on yeah. his season and met him in person, and he's like, he's I found to be very quiet. I don't think I, Jordan really did anything. My thing is, I, I'm very, I'm not comparing the two. Inter- I think like Chad has more of a bad boy image. Bad boy. Yeah. I'm teetering with the idea of even walking out for this interview with Chad solely oh because of the fact that he, the way that he treated Sarah Heron on Bachelor in Paradise, is the well, one of the most. Disgu- it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life, and it's just like. How do I sit here and and genuinely interview someone that was so like rude and and just right, just outright mean to someone? So I'm so neutral because I don't know anything about so what you, happened. So Sarah Heron is the one with the right. Um, you know, she the, has the physical impairment, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And Chad was very very vocal about her physical impairment, and it's just like you see something like that. It's like how the how the hell are you going to go out and like and like point her out and and just like. Criticize her for for that type of thing, really? and then and then he got kicked off Paradise like the next day, which is great. Like thank God Chris Harrison kicked him off. Um, and then like you see the way that he like treats women, like he's a bit of a misogynist. And look, I'm a I can be a douchebag sometimes too, but at least at the end of the day, it's coming from a place of like I don't I'm never I'm never in, intentionally at least hurting anyone, you know, whether it's whatever it is. I, I don't know. It's just like. To see stuff like that, it really just kind of irks me a little Maybe bit. Maybe he's changed. I don't know. I yeah, also adv- hope so. Uh, I would also advocate for you not to walk out of the interview because I think whoever, I've always believed this in my life, whoever just doesn't show up is always the loser. Coward, sure. Exactly. So I don't think there's anything wrong with you sitting down with him and, 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 uh, and I met talking him before, to him I met him before things. too once. And, and before I met him, I think we met at like the after party, my uh, uh, bachelorette uh, reunion, whatever it was. And I was, I was had been drinking a little bit and I just have heard the worst stories about him. And so he like introduced himself to me and I like didn't give him the time of day because I was like, look, I've heard all I need to hear about you. I don't even want to like encourage or, or like, uh, uh enable like any type of conversation between us. So oh, it's like, he was on Jojo season. I'm just going to say yeah. coming into this interview, he's going to probably love both of you and be very, very cold in my direction as well. No. Well, hold on. Don't give off like any, I don't think don't so. allow him to do that either. It'll, I think like, it'd be a great yin yang situation. If you two are great and gracious and warm and welcome. Well, no, I'm like, cold, I'm very neutral. Well, I've also met Chad uh, a few times and I will say in person, he's very, well, that's, uh, is, is that not the definition of a manipulative person? Someone that can turn it on and make you like them and be charismatic and then at the flip of a switch be someone that is just an utter wild card and 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 I loose think, cannon. I think you should ask him that. Well, I wonder what side he's going to show today. Just give me some consistency. Like, that's all I'm asking. For. Right. If you're going to be nice, be nice. If you're going to be a douche, be a douche. But don't be nice when you need to be nice and then be a douche when but you But do you feel like, like it, he you know was a mean? douche because he was, he was on camera and you know how you can have like a different persona that comes out when you're on no, cameras? No, no. You're gonna say you're gonna be a douche on camera and let the world see your douchey side rather than see your nice side. Well, no, I feel like that's a sense. Like there's a there's a level of insecurity there where you feel like you have to be that macho guy. And sure, like, but if I'm going on camera, I'm gonna show the camera my best possible side, not my douchey side that everyone in the world. Well, why don't we? I want to ask point. him. I have zero ideas. Oh, and look who just walked in, Mr. Chad Johnson himself. Hey, welcome. Thanks. So, <laughs> thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Great to be here. Hi. So, for people who don't know who you are, can you give us a little bio, a little uh, background? I'm basically like the really bad guy from the show. Are you a bad guy though? I don't think so. No. I think uh, I kind of fell into like a bit of a pit on that show. So you, you were I mean? on the Bachelorette. Bachelorette on, on JoJo's season, and then Bachelor in Paradise was that episode uh, or season? I was on your, your season same one, three. You know, yeah, yeah, we were season on season three. And so that's it. Bachelor in Paradise has that many little seasons. 
Uh, well, Paradise is on its uh, fifth uh, season this year. Yeah, oh, they're wow. going on six this coming. Oh, but their well, most recent was five. Yeah, and yeah, then Chad three. was on three, and then Dean obviously. Well, the fourth one was a little bit of a chaotic situation to put it lightly. Kind of like the black sheep of the family. We yeah. only talked about season four very much. Was that the season yeah. you're on, Dean? Yeah. Uh, well, it was not okay, because of you, Dean, obviously. <laughs> it was because of a different situation. But we have Chad in in studio because, Chad, you are currently on X on on a beach. X on the X beach. Not season two. Beach. Jared. On, on the, the beach. beach. Sorry. I knew that. No, no, no. Beach, the X beach. It's on the, the beach. I was just staring at Chad and I got lost in your eyes. It was actually real high in, the, high in the hills so I don't know why it's on the beach. It was like, really? It was like 20 there- minutes into... Is there a beach that you guys... There's a beach, which um, just took like an ex- exceptionally long time to get to it. Oh. You know oh. what I mean? Well, I think they call it that because the X's show up while That's you true. guys are on the beach, right? Yeah, probably so. Uh, all right. Okay, so how long... Th- this is like what, season two? Of, yeah. Okay, so how did you get on X on the Beach? Because if season one has happened already, don't you know that you're going on a show that uh, your exes are showing up to? I mean, you kind of get a little bit of an inkling when they start asking you for exes, but... Well, hold I mean, So when you kinda... you applied for the show? Well, because they asked you about your exes, and but you're assuming that you're still going... I didn't apply for it. Basically, I have like a manager who um, knew of me because he worked with like Chase and Robbie and all those dudes. So he knew of me and was basically like, hey... They did this show. Do you want to go do it? You know, like, I have an opportunity for this unscripted. And it's called X on the Beach? It was called, uh, what did they say? It was called Untitled Dating Reality. So there was always this, like, Mm. you want to keep that in the back of your mind. Like, maybe it's just we're going to, like, hang out and meet people. Well, I believe that because, so last year, um, I got a call from, uh, an email from MTV saying that they were doing this new dating show called The Beach. And it was a dating show. And they wanted to talk to me about it and blah, 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 blah. And then long story short, all of a sudden on MTV, I see like six months later or so that they had X on the beach. And I think that was the Must same thing. I yeah, So did they been. did they ask you that you want to do this dating show and they just kind of well, the asked is- about your exes and they weren't going to tell you explicitly, hey, by the way, once you're here, that X that you brought up is coming on the show. To be honest, I'd talked to MTV like five times before about mm-hmm. like, like, hey, we have a project. Like, maybe you'll want to do it. And so I'd go through the process of talking to them about who I am and what I like and what I do and stuff. And I did that like five separate times and, and never really turned into anything. So this time I didn't even honestly really like look into what it could be. I was just like, all right, what questions do you have? What can I answer? Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. What do you need to know about me? Totally. And then give me a call if you want me to show up. So How much money are you going to give me uh, too? That's, <laughs> that's a big question. It's a big question to be asked. So what ultimately made you say yes? Um... I don't know. I mean, I guess it was just like curious at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind I kind of want to show another side of myself because the only side of myself that was ever shown on The Bachelor was like me just, you know, like right after the show, my mom had passed right before, so I was coming through all this like anger, and I was drinking a lot at that time, mm-hmm. and so it was like I wanted this opportunity to show what I'm actually like, you know, versus like, hey, here's me in the worst mood I've but ever been in. Isn't that scary? Because your your image is always in the hands of the producers, right? You don't know what side. You can show like your best side all the time. And then they're like, oh, you show like this one snippet of like, yeah. like an angry version of yourself or like a sad version of yourself. And that's like what they're going to keep going with. Absolutely. You- I mean, it's you kind of just have to throw that to the wind and just like hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Just always like, hey, here's me. I hope that you don't screw me like before, you know? It's interesting that you say that because I watched an episode and I'm not saying this in a derogatory term, but you weren't featured as much as I expected you to be. Yeah. And I'm curious if that's because you were a little bit more relaxed. 
that's what I'm curious about. I don't know if it's because of that or um, if they're going to end up showing me a lot more near the end. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or what? Because there's, there's a bunch of cast, and mm-hmm. a lot of people were getting into these stupid fights that I specifically was like, I don't, I don't want to get involved in that. Like, you guys, they literally didn't know what they are fighting about. It was mm-hmm. just people who, like, I want to be loud at you. I want to be loud at you. And I would just be like, no, not I think people take the today. mindset of the louder you speak, the more airtime you think you're going to get. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, my whole thing is if I'm actually mad at something, I will be mad at it. If something is actually, like, I have a problem or situation, I'm going to address it, but I'm not going to go out of my way, which is my whole thing on The Bachelor, too, because when you watch it back, yeah, yeah, I did a lot of screwed up stuff, but at the same time, everything that happened to me was happening to me because someone else was coming to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just a reactor. And so I don't go out of my way to ever like cause anything. Like I just kind of like sometimes I react. And because I don't want to be all this involved in the situation, I might blow up because I'm like, I, I don't right. want to be involved in this. I will say from the bachelor time with Jojo, it seemed like uh, Alex seemed to provoke a bit. Right. That's that's kind of yeah. the main instigator was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I feel like every every season will have that one instigator and then the reactor, as you said. Like, I think uh, last season you saw Jordan David. Like, Jordan was in essentially Chad's position and then David was approaching <clears throat> Jordan all the time. Before that, it was like Blake and Waboom. Um, totally. I, I agree. It's usually the instigator that comes up, but the other person not gets villainized, but is more polarizing. Well, is, the is there anything that you did that you regret? Because I, I, mean, I uh, never like watched 99% like... 99% of it. Yeah? yeah. I didn't, I, 99%. I, I, <laughs> I will say the one thing that... The one TV moment that really like jaded me was the Bachelor in Paradise, Sarah Harrison interaction. Right. That, that was the even, one thing that I saw and I was like... That I didn't even know really I did that too. That was the one the thing drinking. when I saw it. I was like, dude, bro. Yeah. Oh my God. And then, and and then you w- publicly apologized. Yeah. I remember yeah, the I, I did it publicly. Episode. I did it like quietly. I... Then I had mm-hmm. to like redo it, mm-hmm. and then ev- eventually it did. It kind of got annoying to a point because she kept making me apologize, and I was like, I can't. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. Like, I'm sorry. It, like, I, I didn't I even know I did it. One of the one of the first uh, within the first couple minutes of you of you sitting down and talking, you're saying how obviously you were dealing with the loss of your mother, and then how you were drinking heavily, and you you like hear that, and you're like, okay, well, it doesn't necessarily excuse the actions, but it's like, okay, that ma- helps make right. sense of it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I also think because I have not a theory about you by any chance, imagination, but. Every time I've met, I've only met you a handful of times, if that. Yeah. But every time I've had a human interaction with you, you are very warm and kind and and uh, uh, engaging and conversational and com- the complete antithesis of what people just imagine you to be. And so I'm curious, like at that time when you were on Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise and you, and you were going through difficult times, um, I wonder if maybe you were not loving, but yeah, loving the attention like we all do. And maybe built up in your head to be like, how do I really keep, not keep this going, but like, right. I want to, you know, make some, I want to yeah. s- rattle some cages. I mean, after, after it was like, so I like everybody unless you don't like me, mm-hmm. in which case I'm probably won't like you. But anyway, so like when I realized that like I had no shot with anybody anymore in terms of like even just being friends, it was like, all right, well, screw you. You don't be my friend. Now I'm going to blast you. Like I didn't, I just didn't know what yeah. to do with everything. And it was almost like I was hurt. So I was like mm-hmm. lashing out by. Well, trying to piss everyone else well, off. Let's talk more about more. X on the Beach then. So this this is the second season of X on the Beach? Yeah, right. second season. Second, and, yeah. and first season, if I remember correctly, had Chase and Jasmine on it, right? Did yeah. you, talk to, did you yeah. talk to them yeah. at all before, uh, yeah. before or after the experience? Um, no, but I, I had the same manager as Chase, so okay. I know a little bit. I know he didn't like his whole outcome because he was so used to like 
you know, I guess if either you're loved or hated, you get a little bit used to whatever right. it is. Totally. And so he didn't like the backlash he got. It's from almost it. better to be hated at first because then there's only you can. All only right, go yeah. There. You can only yeah. go. Out, you yeah. guys all started off wrong, suckers. Uh, exactly. <laughs> right. I had the experience of being so super loved and then being so so hated. Yeah. That's and then I'm everyone's like kind of show. impartial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a bit different to watch it back and be watching everything, and it's like, oh, people are seeing that like I'm not actually just like this. Angry person. Well, so who's you know your, I mean? who is your ex that showed up on the beach? Um, are we? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. About that. Yeah, okay. she's not, she hasn't come on yet. Show up. Yeah, she'll show and up. So you go on making it well known that you want to be in a re- in a real relationship. Right. Exactly. This is my first time to ever like. You know me before when I first went on the Bachelor. It was kind of like at that time everybody was doing branding and all this stuff. And, How old are you now? I'm 31. Oh, so me too. now I'm. High five. Wow, you look good for your age. Why? Thank you. Good job. I thought you were younger than me. Really? I'm 30. Oh, I normally get the older. People think I'm like 35 because I used to smoke and drink a lot. So. Well, you're a man. I yeah. mean, you're manly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I'm complimenting you Thank so you much. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> F- yourself, Chad. <laughs> there you go. Family friendly <laughs> podcast, Jerry. <laughs> you should know this. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, being, I think being at my age now, eventually it's like, you know, I've gone through so much of like, I put in so much work through all the TV stuff and trying to capitalize on everything and doing everything I could. I haven't dated honestly really since since the Bachelorette, and this was my first opportunity to actually like Is it, give it another shot. You haven't dated because the opportunity hasn't presented itself, or you just weren't into like actually dating someone seriously. It, honestly, it was just that I'm like a workaholic. Like I was just trying to, I wanted to be super successful so that that way, whenever I did have a family, I could like give my kids and family everything. And so mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure. Like I almost consider it like. The shittier my life is now, like the better it's going to be later because I'm working every day. I'm doing everything I can. I was creating all these businesses, doing podcasting, doing everything, you know? And so it's like anytime, you know, you're dating somebody, you have like, if you have a fight or you have an issue, you can't stop thinking about it. And it almost like controls your day. And so I just thought if I just leave that to the side and just work real hard right now, then I'll have the best relationship ever later on. So what are you doing now? Still the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah, but you're, in, you're, in, you're, in, you're I was trying to segue. You're into fitness, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so um, nowadays, so I, I started a few of my own little companies. Like, I did a, a clothing line. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my podcast now. Then I have my supplement line. Um, I do sell it? some fitness. Yeah, these are mine. Okay, I was looking yeah. at that. I didn't know where that came from. They're a little Is faded. there anything for, like, to gain weight? Uh, not to, well, we have protein, but there's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's 17 products. But um, but basically what I do now, this is something that I'm, I'm really, like, working hard on, um, is we're working on creating people in TV their own companies. Because, you know, everybody just does brand deals and does all this stuff. But since I've created so many of these at this point, I know so much about, like, manufacturing and fulfillment and websites, all that stuff, that it's like, well, there's all these people going on TV, but everybody's getting 1000 bucks here, 2000 bucks there to do a post. But it's going to end, you know, eventually. So I'm just working on now creating people companies. We've talked to Jason Tardick and Taisha from this current season. So we're working with a few people to kind of get it going. Mm-hmm. I actually ran all you guys' analytics before I came. <laughs> Oh, how, how are we how, doing? Wait, how do you oh, do that? Trash, I'm sure. Because doing good. Well, they sent me Adams instead of yours for some reason. I don't Gotchuk? know why, but yeah, Adam oh. from Adam and Raven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. How do you but say I got, name? but I got you Gotchuk. guys. How, so. how do you get insights? That's scary. Uh, well, I have like these internet. So I work with like a team. It's called Exalt. So I have like the financial backers and the funding and everything. I'm in charge of product development, manufacturing, fulfillment, and then we have some guys who are in charge of like creating all the funnels and all the internet systems and doing all that stuff. Well, there's also and a website. I think it's called Social Blade. Yeah. It like grades 
your social media engagement. And yeah. I, no, I just got I, a Icona Square too, which is pretty interesting. It like helps provide insights on that kind of stuff. What is it? Yeah, the only There's person some simple here... stuff, but I, ours ours is like I know everything about you guys. Yeah. If I look at this list, That's like it scary. tells like everything. Well, that's not that I want to know after. He's, he's oh, talking yeah. about like, got, like all the percentages. Like I know, but still, I mean, is it that scary to know your engagement? I, mean, I don't. I don't. It's definitely interesting. Definitely. To have like a super in-depth analysis is pretty cool. I remember I, I leaned over to Jared like a, but two months ago or something like that. I was like, damn, it must be nice to be gaining followers instead of losing followers. Uh, I'm losing followers now, right? bro. No, so. you're not. I have, I'm staying steady. Yeah, of course you I'm are. I'm losing Bachelor and gaining X on the beach. So it literally just, it, it looks like, I'm, yeah, yeah, it looks like nothing. My I haven't is, been on since my season. So I'm just like, my thing is, well, once I, you're on Paradise this news. summer, you'll be fine. I was just, uh, <laughs> I was just talking about this actually with some friends. So I just did a skydiving course out in, in Paris, California, and a lot of them were like influencers, like real people that built their brands up through mm -hmm. like organically rather than going on television. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I lose like a thousand followers every couple of days, whatever it is. And they're like, dude, it's because you're so uh, like inconsistent and you're always doing something different. Like no one really knows what to expect. And that's why people are like, oh, what the f is this? I'm sorry. What is this kid doing now? I'm going to unfollow him <laughs> because like I have no idea what to expect. Like. You look at people that are successful, it's because they're always doing like, the same thing over and over That's again. That's so interesting, though, because wouldn't you imagine people want to go on social media and see something different instead of seeing the same thing over and over and over again? Yeah, I don't know. That's it's just kind of hard for us because I feel like we go on TV and we gain them all. And then once you're off TV, they're like, yeah. all right, peace. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, lost, husbands, man. I lost yeah. some after my engagement ended. It was just like... <laughs> I know. So many, but I'm like, that's fine. If you were following me for right. something specific and it's you a don't, good that's, it's yeah, a good perk. That's, it's and now you're in this new relationship. So <laughs> yeah, I think I built my following up based off of just being like entertaining and just kind of mm -hmm. a jerk. So it's like but, my following is almost to me like you're private. Cause I went to go check your profile. That's what the, yeah. The MTV people all do that because it's like, MTV people are like younger, so they'll just come in and comment, "You suck," and then leave. <laughs> so it's like, well, you're gonna follow me oh, if you're but gonna I'm, comment. I'm sorry. On the really? Bachelor, they so you're do that private. Too. Yeah, so they all all MTV people go private. Well, wait, Chad, are you single or in a relationship now? Can't. Oh, come on. Spoiler. Is there something? The was there something happening between you and Farah? Uh, wait, something like dating wise? Like on the show? Like was there? Uh... She kind of wanted to, and I don't think it was shown. But um, I was talking to another girl, and so she kind of backed up because you know she's she's business. I she's actually not about the love triangle. I have right? a funny story. Nah. I have a funny story. She slid my DMs actually on Twitter one time before the show. Oh, really? Oh, wow. so that was, I called her on it one time. And she was Ooh. Like, I love calling people out. Like, oh, That's what I'm going to do right now. So does Corey like older women? Corey? Yeah. Corey Brooks from yeah. Big Brother. That's on X on the beach right now? I have no, no idea what Corey Remember likes. when I was at that wedding? I was He's a good looking guy. That's, yeah. that's him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Hold on, is there a point to this story? Yeah, what's the yeah story so question? I was at Jess, uh, Jessica Graff's wedding, and Corey and I know each other from before Jess, uh, Jess's wedding, and he came up to me, he's like, Vanessa, it's been so long, I haven't seen you. And I think, like, I love Corey, he's a great guy. But I, I don't know if he was drinking or whatever, but he's like, uh, so how long, something about like being in LA, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, well, how old are you? And he's like 27, something like that. And I'm, like, I'm like, oh, you'll be in LA for a while. He's like, why, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 31. He's like, it was great seeing you, Vanessa. And he just walks away. I was like, dude, oh, is it because I'm 31? No, That's weird. I don't know. I think he's uh, just, I don't know. I mean, it could have been. It's weird, to th it's weird to see. Could've I did not know that though. he was on this Somebody show. Somebody could have been calling yeah. his name. I thought you were saying he did have a thing for. No, oh, I, I, I was just like, uh, okay. And that was like right around the time like I was dating this guy. It kind of ended and it kind of just like, it hurt a little bit. All right, Chad. Okay. Dang. Real talk. Real question. Are you single? Uh, can't fully get into it. You're going to have to honestly not only watch the show, but the reunion. 
Give us something. Give us answer. something. Some sort of cliffhanger. Something that's uh, obviously we're gonna right, watch. How about, how we're gonna watch anyway. Know. We're gonna watch regardless. But give us something that's gonna make see, us sit on the edge of our seats. Do we see a new side of Chad? Yeah, you definitely see a different. Do we side. see like a loving side? I think so. I'm kind of worried that it's almost like too lovey dovey. Nah, no, that's a good thing. You want that? Can never be too lovey dovey. Yeah, but- I agree because I think. Uh, you like we talked about before. You 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 made your mistakes on Bachelor, uh, yeah. but I I think you have a, a, a more of a a different side to you as well. So I'm yeah. hoping people get to see that. I do have a question for you though, because you were also a couple of years ago on single, oh, famously so, yeah. single, yeah. right? Yeah. And you were on with were you on Poly D? Uh, no, I was on with Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, and Malika and. Tiffany, New York. Oh. I'm the people. biggest Jersey Shore fan, and I was so jealous that yeah. you got to know those guys. And I saw you at the Jersey Shore premiere earlier, like, yeah, God, yeah. this was, oh, Jesus, almost a year ago now. And it was, you're just boys with all them, and I was so jealous. <laughs> that yeah. was the point of my story right there. That wasn't no, those question. dudes were just cool. It wasn't a question. I wanted to be like, I was so out. I wanted to be like, do you hang was, out yeah. with Jersey Shore people? I was so outside of the Bachelor world. It was so good to like finally like have these people I could like talk to that were like, hey, and I'm like, oh my God, I got TV friends now. High fives. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? That's pretty cool. So, because um, it be- is, you want to have friends that do the same thing as you. It's kind of. Oh, of course. It, one, it's it's it, they can relate to you, which is really nice. Yeah. And two, it's a great networking tool because you know you meet people over at CBS or Fox or MTV, and you get to do things that you never thought you'd be able to do. Yeah, totally agree. And Ronnie was really cool. I mean, we hung out all the time, and when um, until he moved to Vegas, mm-hmm. once they started shooting a new show, and then he started dating that girl. Um, I think that's. I think he was actually in my hotel when he found out she was pregnant. Oh wow! It was like me and my ex girlfriend and him just hanging out, and he was like on the phone outside, like, bro. Uh, I don't know. That's really cool. So, I think that's really cool. Yeah, Yo, you're a fan girl. <laughs> I'm a, well, Paulie D's from Rhode Island. And so uh, mm. I got into Jersey Shore and then just fell in love with I the show. I met Vinny. Yeah. He's really yeah, nice. Vinny's awesome. Yeah, Vinny's awesome. Paulie really and Vinny, sweet. the two of them. Mm-hmm. God, they're, yeah. they're just awesome. It's pretty crazy how, how really like down to earth they, they are in comparison to some of the people you meet in this industry. They just, you know, they just blow up. Mm-hmm. But I, I always felt like whenever I met those guys, it was, they're very like just Grounded. so chill. Yeah, very like. Like, hey, I did this. And I think it's because they have the second chance now because mm-hmm. they did it and they almost had it taken away mm-hmm. yeah. for so many years. And now they have this second chance and they're just so respectful about it. Um, so do you have any uh, crazy fan story? Because you are bad Chad from The Bachelor. Is there anybody oh, come up and been like, Let me think you're a that. jerk, man. Yeah, that okay, In that person? happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a lot. Most of the time I either get like, hey, where are your muscles? Or, hey, it's the <laughs> And Where like, are your muscles? Yeah, in in person. And I'm like, well, you know, the TV makes you look bigger. Yeah, like, oh, kind of muscular. All the time but... too. Like, I thought you were so much taller and like curvier. I the opposite. I'm like, I get, I, people always think I'm shorter. And they see me and they're like, well, you're taller. I, yeah, I, I I didn't expect you to be that tall. See, people yeah. think that I'm shorter, so it is very nice when people walk up to me and they're like, well, you're taller than yeah. I thought. It's like because I'm surrounded by people that are like, yeah, we're all the, three, yeah, six two, six three, six four. I'm six One feet the, and I look. One of the things that Jared said uh, early on, I think, it, maybe back like early back in 2018, was you had a friend who was labeled as a good guy on the show and how then being labeled as the villain or, or bad guy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, he was ecstatic about it because uh, like how, it, what, what's that story? Do you mind sharing it again? <laughs> there's a dude on my season. There's a dude within the Bachelor franchise. I don't want to give his name away, but like he was loved on, on The Bachelorette, hated on Paradise, villainized. <laughs> And he, when it was Paradise is Aaron, he was like, I don't know, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me because on The Bachelorette, I'd get DMs of like, please marry me. And then Paradise, I get new DMs of girls just wanting to sleep with me and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I will admit that's been the majority of the type of stuff I got. Almost to the point where like, so like right after the show, I said I didn't really date. 
but I would get so many girls just hitting me up just to straight like hook up because it's like the bad boy, you know, that eventually I would just like look at the DM and be like, eh, well, I could have look at the next one. Well, well, I could have because it's just like it's too much work. You know, it's not going to lead anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. So does, yeah, just go on X on the beach. How does your girlfriend now feel about that? <laughs> very, very, yeah. tricky, very tricky. So Chad's engaged. <laughs> Great ending. Deal. Almost had it. <laughs> um, well, Chad, we really appreciate it. Dean, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah. What are you going to do after this? Are you going to go hang out with your girlfriend? Or? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Come on. Uh, Chad, give us something to work with here. Well, should girls be sliding into your DMs? Yeah. Oh, you almost had it. I mean, he's been in the game for too long. His media training is too rock solid. Too rock solid nowadays, guys. Maybe, maybe last year. Maybe last year. Well, Chad, we can see you on X on the Beach season two. What nights does it air? Uh, that is every Thursday, 8, 7 central. My on weeks MTV. are getting filled. Mon- Monday, I got Bachelor. Tuesday, we got Temptation Island. By the way, we met Mark Wahlberg, who loves you. Uh, oh, really? He, not Mark no, Mark. No, 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 not Mark. I know, Mark. No, I know yeah. that Mark. Because he just came onto my podcast, and I'm not going to lie, I've been, I had like had a crazy weekend in Florida with or without whoever we may be talking about, if we are. And no, so, he, he oh. dropped her. He, that's his, I'm saying he dropped her name, and that's why I'm waiting for you to just say the same thing as well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was, didn't drop her name on air. Yeah, I was I was trying to do the podcast with him, there, man. And if I was there just is like, a, here, obviously name. he dropped. Come uh, on, man, help me, Dean, help the you're listener. So good at hey, this. It could be there was. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Dean just fooled his co-host right there. <laughs> I was on. I was like, he didn't say anything. I was like, oh, he definitely no, didn't say bro. anything on air. <laughs> wow, well, I'm an uh, idiot. And Chad, where else can people find you? Uh, so you guys can find me at Real Chad Johnson on Twitter, Instagram, everything. He's private now because he has a girlfriend. I'm private because <laughs> of the MTV thing. You could but, also uh, you could also write in every Bachelor contestant's uh, full name URL dot com and it'll redirect you. That's pretty to much Chad yeah. Johnson. Anybody from my season of the Bachelorette, you can pretty much type in their domain name. Uh, Robbie Hayes, Chase McNary, <laughs> oh God. Alex, Dan McGuire. I pretty much own them all. Um, you can find me. I got my uh, podcast uh, Chad's World on Podcast One, mm-hmm. Apple iTunes. And then also I do free fitness plans on my website, EliteShape.com, as well as that's where I have all my like supplement lines and stuff. And yeah, right, cool. great. Well, Thanks right. for coming there, in. There are a lot yeah. of things that uh, I could criticize you for, but at the end of the day, you are a smart person. So yeah, at the end of, like, I can't really. Well, thank you. you know. <laughs> yeah. I will take that. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> all right, Chad. Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Thanks, Chad. All right. Dean, what I... do you think? <laughs> okay. Oh, we'll just put it on well, it's, I mean, it was. Well, like, you're the one that was opinionated. What do I think? I mean... <laughs> It's like I said in the while he was here. It's hard to be critical of someone because I've made big mistakes after being drunk, right? Like that. It's not excusable, but it 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 kind of helps lend more to the story. I don't. I don't know. I, I think I need. To, I need to spend more time with him before I can really make a definitive decision. If, I like him more than I than my the notion that I had going into the interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had never watched or like seen any episodes of him being on like uh, Bachelor in Paradise and stuff like that, I would never think that he can get to that level. Right. Because he was so nice and. Yeah, like, he got just, sweet. He got wasted his first night in paradise. Uh, he just I just need more more dumb more from him, more time with him to really make a decision. Yeah. I think uh the thing about Chad is that he has made a lot of mistakes and he's been a jerk on TV. But he he, he admits it. And I got to give him credit for that. Sure. And like the Sarah Heron thing, I'm 100% with you. Uncalled for, ridiculous, yeah. out of line. Mhm. But he, he, it's not like he doubled down on it. Right. You know, he, I've, I saw him apologize on, Which to I really, her on TV. Great point. Numerous times. Mm-hmm. And I understand Sarah being really hard to let that go. So mm-hmm. I can understand. It's, it's one of those things where I'm like, 
I understand both points. Like Chad, you're wrong. You're you're a jerk, mm-hmm. but you have apologized multiple times, and so I, I you know. That's my thoughts. But I guess that's like a little indicator of someone's character, right? That's what I was going to ask. If like you can apologize, but I mean, we all think really mean things. Sometimes we can think like some mean things, but most of us will like internalize it and not actually put it out there to the universe, aka trolls on it on the internet. And like, you know, but if someone actually does it, I feel like that's a testament to... Does drinking reveal your true personality, so or does what drinking this, change your personality? Drunk words are sober thoughts, right? That's how it, it goes. It changes your personality. You because, think so? Yes, because a friend of mine, somebody that I care about deeply, uh, has issues with alcohol, and they're the sweetest piece person. Uh, but when they sweetest drink, piece of sweetest ass. piece of <laughs> no, uh, they are the greatest person. And when they drink, they just become uh, not. Just like, yeah, just like always belittle, not belittling, but just like think that the world's against them. And, you know, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And, you know, they wouldn't say anything really horrible, but they're just, it changes them, you know? I I think if you also add in the fact that there's cameras around you, you could morph into this different person that you didn't even know a side of you that you didn't even know you had. And I also think that Chad uh, is, he, he plays it up. Like I, it's mm-hmm. just something that in, in my opinion, I think that he likes the attention just like we all do, you know, whether we'd like to admit it or not, we all like to get attention. And I think Chad, you know, does things to stir the pot to get people talking about him. And I think he, uh, creates kind of like a character of himself on TV and, uh, when in person he's, you know, uh, more, so uh, sweet. Yeah. Easy. Down to earth and like easy he's to nice. talk to. He's yeah. Very nice. So to Vanessa's point, are we all monsters? And we just, because of society, we put on a brave face and we polite and we do all the things that we're supposed to do in a society, but deep down we're all horrible people. I wouldn't say horrible, but there is certainly good and bad in okay. each and every single one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. It's just depending on our value system and are able to control that. And, um, you know, you, uh, we all have the capability of doing really horrible things. Um, it's just whether we have the will to even just act saying on things, them right? Or, not, or yeah. not act on them. Yeah, saying things. The dark things. thought for the yeah. day. I know. Anyway, so speaking of dark thoughts, <laughs> you know what's a dark thought? What's that? Going to the grocery store. Oh. Oh. That is the worst thought no right there. Oh, oh, spare me. Especially in LA, there's no parking lots. You got to find parking. You got to pay you for parking. Pay here. for parking yeah. in the garage. Forget it. Oh, it's horrible. But you know what? You know what you don't have to do? You can just order groceries at home, online, from Thrive Market. You guys have heard us talk about it a million times. I love Thrive. Thrive Market is an online marketplace. It's on a mission to make healthy, living, easy, and affordable for everyone. They offer the highest quality, healthy, and sustainable products available for every budget, lifestyle, and geography. You can shop for thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Shopping at Thrive Market means supporting a selective group of brands that make the world a better place because Thrive sells non-GMO food, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products. Mm-hmm. I have shampoo and conditioner from Thrive currently in my shower. They do eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food for all you mom and dads out there, kid products, and much more. Plus, it's all shipped directly to your door so you don't even have to leave your house. 
Uh, over 98% of uh, Thrive's packaging is post-consumer recycled and filled with recycled paper, denim, or newspaper wraps instead of plastic bubbles. It is 100% zero waste. So pretty much actually, Thrive is just saving the world. Jared, actually, I just ordered a Himalayan salt crystal lamp. I don't know if you guys watch my Instagram stories. If you didn't, oh, go back no. and watch them. Is that helping? It cleans your air. It eases allergies. It helps you sleep better. Mm-hmm. And it reduces electromagnetic radiation, which is huge if... You're as attached to your cell phone as I am, and I hate to admit it, but yes, it's always around me. It's mm-hmm. always in the area. And what the Himalayan salt lamp helps with is kind of eliminating those electromagnetic uh, 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 waves, I guess. Totally. So I keep it right by my computer to help reduce the amount of radiation from it in my room, my computer, my phone, my Nintendo Switch, my television, my Xbox Pretty One. Pretty much wow, that's a lot of stuff you have in there. Yeah. Good God. How many, a lot how of many, electronics, Yeah, how many of those Himalayan salt lamps do you need in the place? <laughs> I've got one, one in every corner. The ceiling, one from the floor. I love how Dean just described the bedroom of a 12-year-old. My Nintendo, <laughs> my Super Nintendo, my Mario Xbox. Um, I love Thrive Market because it truly is an online marketplace where you can shop for anything like we talked about before. I mean, I can get... Uh, I can get uh, Windex, and I can also get uh, soap. Soap. I oh, can get oh, polar chicken. Himalayan salt lamp. Uh, Himalayan salt lamp. You can get baby lamp. wipes. You can get diapers. It's you just, can get literally everything you can find at a grocery store or like at a Walmart or Whole Foods. And Totally. Whatever. And it's, it is it is cheap. Like it, it, The prices are crazy. You got to go online and check them out. They really are 25 to 50% below traditional price. Yeah. What if I want to get more than 25 to 50% off? Well, retail pricing. Well, that's what I'm about to tell you, Dean, because now Thrive is giving you, our listeners, an extra 25% off Stop. your first order. Serious? Plus, oh, and deals. I'm not done yet. I'm not done, Dean. What? Not only are you going to get 25% off your first order, you're going to get a free 30 day trial. What? Jared, stop. Are we not the best hosts of all That's time? Amazing. Are you giving this to our audience? That Guys, is great. It's amazing. That's a deal. Go check out Thrive Market. I promise you, if you go to Thrive Market, their website, you're going to fall in love with their stuff. What website should I go to? So all you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com and you're going to go slash Dean and enter the code. Guess what? Dean. Dean. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And that's going to give you the extra 25% off your first order and the three 30-day trial that we were talking about. Guys, their retail prices are already 25 to 50% below everybody else's. So go to thrivemarket.com slash Dean and enter the code Dean to get your special offer today. That truly is unbelievable. What a deal. Discounter prices on top of discounts with a free 30-day trial. Thrivemarket.com slash Dean. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided 
to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Incredible. Emails. This is from Morgan. Morgan. We love you, Morgan. Morgan Thank you for writing in. woman. She says, I've been in a serious relationship for two years, but the last six months have been rocky. During the better part of our relationship, I've honestly never felt more loved by anyone in my entire life, but now it seems as though our relationship is ending. Mm. The last Mm. thing he texted to me was, Well, you are right on the fact that it could actually be possible with things changing. I don't want to walk away because I've always loved you, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking. Just want you to know I'm not ignoring you. Since that text, he has not responded to me in over a week. Though I've tried multiple times to contact him. Do you think he's not that into me? Should I start moving on? Yes! Yes! Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Before we say anything... you Morgan, you ended the email with, do you think maybe he's just not that into me? Yeah, you no, guys have been in a serious for relationship years. for two, two years. years, and you have to ask that question at the end of the email. Well, they do say after there's like the two year breaking point, or itch. I don't know, itch or something. Like after two years, like mm-hmm. the first year is the honeymoon stage. The second year, I guess, like you're starting to know each other. We should get Sarah. She's a Ow, she's did. an expert on these things. Sarah, come on. Sarah, why don't you come over here? We so, talked to her earlier, but so we should get her in. Get her. Uh, if, you'll, if y'all oh, remember from about nine. From, oh, you want to no, no, sit with me? You want to sit on me? Sit on me. About nine or ten months ago. Uh, we advertised that we were running a batch bracket league, the Help I Suck at Dating Batch Bracket League. And Sierra, in her Sierra? infinite Sierra. wisdom. Is it Sierra? Sierra. Oh, Sierra. 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 No, Sierra. Sierra. 
Whoa, I was calling Sierra. Wow, Sierra's we suck. Infinite <laughs> wisdom. She won the batch bracket league, not just by a small margin, but with flying colors. And How I many her, people were in the batch bracket like, literally league? Literally 12, like 1,200 people were in the batch bracket league. Wow. Was a, was, I was in the league and I got like last 2,000 place. actually. And I watched, the epi- I watched the episodes before yeah. they aired and I still got last place. <laughs> 2,000 um, people and she won. Good for you. It's incredible. What's your advice for Morgan, Sierra? Well, I think that ideally you should be able to ask him the questions that you're asking. And I understand like asking other people for advice, but I think you're asking pretty clear things that you should already have a foundation for. A lot of the emails the I get, they already know the answer, it right. seems like. Yeah. I it's agree. Like, it's like, listen, like I would go to um, a psychic or a tarot card reader just to get like a reassurance of what I already knew. I feel like that's what we are to them, like a tarot tarot card reader. Yeah. So like we're just reassuring you that what you're feeling is right. Yeah, but my question, um, Morgan has been saying that he has been unresponsive for the past week. Yeah. So he doesn't love her if he's I, unresponsive. Or it begs week. the question, what does she do next? Because yeah. from what I'm understanding is that this relationship is not over or hasn't been ended. It's just him saying... Yeah, she should I'm take thinking. the reins. Well, no, 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 no. Actually, I take that back. She shouldn't take the reins because then what? What her boyfriend is going to do is say, "Oh, well, you ended the relationship with me." When in reality, he's essentially ending it. Yet she's going to be forced into a position of verbally cutting Being ties. The one to cut it off, and then he can later on make her feel guilty for doing that. Mm-hmm. So, what do you suggest he does, in the, or she does in that case? I mean, I think you should know what you deserve a little bit and. People always say communication is so important in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So if he's not even giving you the access to communicate with him, then I think that's your answer. Right. Well done. Yeah, but- you're, a ther- you're a relationship therapist? Yeah. Oh. Sex therapist. Yeah, but Next I guess. Sex therapist. So she- I, I know. It's Isn't pretty that awesome. Hilarious? Isn't that I know, it's incredible fantastic. coincidence? Therapy. I've always had a fascination with it. I was really interested in infidelity since I was in high school. So I did grad school and everything. And then through studying different licenses and specialties, I found sex addiction. And then through that, sex therapy. So mm. oh, wow. just rolling with it. Why infidelity? Were there something in your life that pushed you in that direction? Actually, not my family. I, I don't know. I just always had a weird fascination with it. And it wasn't until I was older that, you know, I felt like it became more relevant. Have you ever cheated on anyone? <laughs> well, wow. Wow. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> if she's so fascinated by it. I well, I was going to ask if you were in a I've relationship been, and if they I'm not were. In a relationship, I've been in all three points of the triangle. Got it. Wait, three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. Being cheated on, being cheating with, with, and then being the person cheating with. Oh, oh, the other woman. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I didn't well, know, you know the triangle. Hey, I didn't she, know triangle was there. You know, I love the honesty. She was doing some homework for her degree. She wanted to be a sex therapist. Yeah. You know, you got to really experience it so you can I understand. Yep. I get it. So anyways, for advice for Morgan essentially is like, for, almost force him to communicate with you. Because you know the answer, but you want to hear it from him. In my that's in my opinion, that's what she should do. Is hear exactly how he feels from him. That way, he can't turn it around and be like, "You're the reason for this." You know I say, I mean? move on with your life. Just you have yeah, nothing to I lose. Well, move on, but move also, on, but also require him. an answer. Yeah. Uh, require some like objective words from. Right. Him. I mean, I think it's so easy to say move on, but I think like at the end of the day, you have like an emotional t- attachment to someone. You love someone for two years. They were part of your life, significant a significant part of your life for two years. You want to be able to, at least like I'm the type of person, I want to be able to end it in a way that like it, when once it ends, I know I'm not looking back and I know I have zero regrets. Right. So she needs to I, message him a direct message about where she stands <laughs> and she needs to know where he stands in order for her to be able to make a decision. For me, I'm kind of uh, 
I think that she should just end it. She should text or call him and just say, Mm -hmm. it's over. She should break up with him because the idea that he's not, they've been in a two year relationship and he hasn't responded to her for a week after telling her, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. just want you to know I'm not ignoring you. Go to hell, bro. You know, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yes. You're right. You're right. It matters less who's actually doing the ending, I think, Mm -hmm. but you deserve better, so you should just move on with your life. Amen to that. Yeah, Morgan. Uh, We got a number of emails for Vanessa. Oh, for me? Yes. Haley says, I recently went on a date, and he asked me about my bracelet that says Grace. I said, I think it's one of the most important things in life. And he said, you're too good a person to be hanging out with someone like me. Red flag. God. Another man in my life this past year said I intimidated him because I have my ish together. Well, to that, all I can say is thank you. There is a lyric to a song that says, the only thing about flames that bright is they tend to make mine seem darker. I need someone who sees my flame for the bright fire that it is and wants to be near it. Vanessa, I think you needed to hear this. I believe you burn bright and I know you see it in yourself. Oh my God, Haley, I'm literally like jumping up and down right now. (laughs) That is such a powerful email. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I absolutely agree with you. Um... I, when I was dating a few people, uh, my close friends of mine were telling me, Vanessa, I just see like your light getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And so I started to realize that I wasn't being my full authentic self whenever I was in these types of relationships. And that's when I knew I had to like end it and move on. Um, and then I would date people who would who tell me, you're too intimidating. And I don't know if that's their nicer way of saying I'm just not that into you so I'm going to make it seem as if you're like that big of a person that I can't like start dating um but I took that as a sign that you know if you can't deal with whatever's going on in my life right now then I don't how could you be like someone who's a a supportive father or a supportive husband Mm -hmm. so literally the next that when Ariana Grande came out with her thank you next song (laughs) I just kept playing that on replay for like days what? Why are you Jared. doing that? Why are you doing Thank that? You, no, I totally agree with you. I think <laughs> I, the, yeah. the hand motion you're giving doesn't I know. show well, that you the totally song, agree with like, I'm, I, You know what it is. It's just the, the thank song. you next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if I hear thank you next one more time. Okay, fair. No, that's my anthem. Um, Thank you. Next. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think in general, sometimes, I shouldn't say in general. I think sometimes guys have a tendency to date down. Sure. They want to feel mm, superior. Superior. Mm. Exactly. And so I think that while it is kind of BS to be like, you intimidate me or you're too good for me, I think there is a sliver of truth when guys say that. I will. Um, I don't know. They shouldn't vote. They should just, they should just man up. That's what they should do. They should man up. From but personal experience, I'm going to share a personal story with you that I don't think has been shared on air before. Oh, tell it, us. It involves a very close friend of all of ours, mm. Tanya Rad. Mm-hmm. Who I went on a date with. Mm-hmm. Martin knows this very well. She's beautiful. Oh, she's incredible. And she's like a bright light. So we went on a date six months ago. How, how, how long ago was that? I don't know. I can get you the exact date if you'd like me to. But I, mean, was, I know you it, could. It was, it was late, 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 late last summer because you went to that concert. Anyways, uh, we then went to the iHeart Festival in Las Vegas. Yeah. All of us, Tanya's iHeart. We have this podcast through iHeart. Um, and so all of us, obviously all of us were there. And we were back in the green room on like a Friday or Saturday night or something. Humble brag. <laughs> no big deal. We're hanging out with celebrities. We're left and right. It's whatever. <laughs> and uh, Tanya leaned, like comes over to me. Well, I've, not comes over, but we're having a conversation. And she goes like, why didn't you, why has there been no interest to go on a second date? 
And oh my God, you're getting nervous. Your phone's yeah, falling. Yeah, yeah. Dean is dropping his phone. He's crossing his legs. He's like shifting his weight. I already regret it. Um, and I had been drinking at that point. You know, obviously, like it was it was one in the morning at this point, right? And it's a Saturday night. We're in Las Vegas, et cetera, et cetera. And I essentially kind of dive into something similar to what Haley's dealing with, where I was like confiding in Tanya. I was like, look, who, you're just too good for me in a sense where like I won't be able to live up to the expectations that I feel like you should have for your significant other. And, and I got into like all the shortcomings that I would have in the relationship. And it literally got to the point where in the middle of the screen room or surrounded by legitimate celebrities, I started crying, like bawling in front of everyone. And Tanya like leaned over. She's like, why are you crying? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm emotional right now. I feel bad for letting you down even after just one date and not essentially being able to buy into the fact that I could live up to what you need in a person. Mm -hmm. um, and especially like we, we kind of misalign on a lot of... Um, like not moral things, but he's very like faithful and devout and like all these things that I don't necessarily agree with, which is not a deal breaker by any means, but I think it's important to her. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate for Haley because can I, can I play a devil's advocate for you? Yeah, please. Cause I was, cause I agree with what you're saying. Uh, having said that being someone similar to yourself for a very long time, thinking maybe I couldn't live up to the expectations that Ashley gave to me, which is why we weren't together for quite some time. And so for me, in my mind, it was like, she's too good for me. She's a, a, a bright star, and I just can't keep up with that. And in retrospect, having like to really either do something or just continue living that path, I think it was kind of lazy on my part. Hmm. Mm. So you're calling me lazy? I think so. I think I might be calling you a little lazy. <laughs> Not in a terrible way because you're a wonderful human being, but in terms of mm. saying someone, you're too good for me. Because it's like, well, you know what? If the feelings were there, then... I should be driven enough to try to catch up to you. Sure. To be like, no, I can be that guy. I Because I think a lot of times guys will say, I'm I'm not good enough. I'm just not good enough. So I'm going to keep living my in my little bubble and not be willing to really fight for what I want. But what if there's no desire to, to be that good? Well, then I think the feelings aren't there. I think it's both. I think you're both right. I mean, I don't think I don't see Dean as being lazy in this situation. No, I'm yeah. not calling Dean lazy. I was calling myself lazy. Calling my and I've lazy. been in that situation too because guys in their 20s are lazy. Yeah. Like we don't want to work that hard. We want it to be right. real easy. And I don't know what it is. If it's that feeling, it's that spark, it's that love, or it's that maturity that finally makes us get off our butts. But yeah, there is a certain kind of I don't. I, don't I feel think like it's it. also guys that want guys want to be wanted. You the know? chase. We want. I don't we want, want to be wanted. I want the opposite. Really? I want to be hated, and then I want to earn. Your I don't wants know. I don't know why. Here. Like, why do you do that I to yourself? What? Why do you like? It's a contrarian in me. If you don't want me, I want you to want me, and if you want me, I don't want you to be want. I don't want well, you to of want course. me. Anymore. But how are you going to have something like a, a significant? I'm not relationship. until I can shake that. And trust me, I know it's a character flaw yeah. or flaw. I'm sorry. Um, I, it's just that's how I am, and I think about it all the time. I'm, but that makes I'm, me so sad. Well, this is—that's what's me. I'm happy, like no, I said. No, but it makes me sad because, like, I want you to see what we all see in you. But the point is, it's it's this weird uh, complex that I have in my brain where if you, like I said, if you want me, I don't want you to want me, and if you don't want me, then I want, I want you to, to want. It's yeah. almost like you you pursue somebody, and when they finally are like, okay, yes, I'm here for you. You're like, yeah, yeah next. Oh, it's no, totally not that. so much. Sure. Anyways, it's, I don't it's, know how it's gotta, I don't the know reason it's I say that is because I'm very similar to you. Yeah. Sarah, do you have advice aspect. for Dean on this? Know. Because we might need a professional for this. Yeah, we need a sex therapist's opinion on this, please, Sarah. <laughs> the question is, <laughs> the question is, is there any hope for me? 
Of course, there's hope for you. But Look the at one your who face. Has to believe that there's hope for yourself. I'm glad that my face is the only thing that makes Jared think that there's hope for me. But what I'm saying is, though, the way you get to the point of thinking I deserve this is difficult. Well, here's the challenging. It's thing. hard. Here's yeah. the challenging thing now too is there's a podcast with three hosts, and I'm the only single person now. Apparently, oh boy. Let's jump into Vanessa's new boyfriend real quick, can we? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. What do you mean? What are you shaking your head over there? You couldn't stop talking about it when the guests were in here. Right. Well, I just don't want to talk about it right now, but maybe next week I'll give you some. Ooh, that's some a nice little tease. Tease. Vanessa, here's the thing. Detail. Last time you did this, you ended up having went to a wedding with a dog. <laughs> Tell us it's a little bit more substantial no. than that. Well, I told you the guy that I, I kissed New on Year's New Year's. Eve. You said you kissed a guy on New Year's. A yeah. human, yes. a human male. A human, a male, human on... male. Okay, so we're gonna dive a little more into that relationship next episode. Well, whatever I'm comfortable sharing. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I O R. But the fact that you're teasing it like this means it's got to be a good payoff. You got to give us a legitimate payoff next week. You can't just say I'll, like I'll, I'll. he has brown hair. There, done. He doesn't have brown hair. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, we're narrowing it down. It's like playing the game. Guess who? You know. He doesn't wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> My kids love that. <laughs> All right, let's thank some people, shall we? Yes, big, big thank you, of course, to Vanessa's favorite support company in the world, thirdlove.com. Be sure to check them out. Go to thirdlove.com slash Vanessa and get 15% off your very first purchase. They're an incredible company. Um, obviously, thank you to 23andMe. We love them so much. They've been a sponsor of this podcast for so long now, and they have an incredible product out there. It's it's As I mentioned before, it's a product I had way before even... Ha- being a co-host of this podcast because they're so great. Same. Buy your 23andMe health and ancestry kit today at 23andMe.com slash Dean. And of course, last but certainly not least is Thrive Market. Be sure to go to thrivemarket.com slash Dean and enter code Dean to get 25% off your very first order. And that's an order that's already up to 25 to 50% off of retail prices. You'll also get a free 30-day trial. So go to thrivemarket.com slash Dean. A big uh, thank you to the wicked good host, Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Well, the other Mark Wahlberg. Now, a big thank you to Mark Wahlberg for joining us in studio. Chad as well. Chad Johnson. A big um, thank you to Chad Johnson. The Bachelor and now this week, this week X was, on the Beach. X on the Beach. This the week beach. is always one that I love and will look back on this year as one of my favorites because we're all in the studio together. It's so much better when we're all in the studio together. The flow is better. The vibe is better. Guys, it is so hard being on the opposite end because I'm like, I don't know if they hear me. Should I interrupt now? Because I I think there's like a couple seconds delay. Yes. And it's just, it's so off. And I'm so happy. Guys, come here. The moral of the story (laughs) is that, Vanessa, you have to move back to L.A., because we just need it's for my the podcast. guy's not from LA. It's for oh, the podcast. Oh, right. so Scoop. he he doesn't have I'm dark like, hair and he's not from LA. Weird? We're getting we're narrowing it down for next Why? week. Is it weird that I'm like kind of low key jealous? You're me? jealous a little bit. All right, let's tap into that next. <laughs> Anyways, episode. be sure Dean to tune might be in to next week's episode of Help. I suck at dating. Apparently, I'm the only one that might need to suck a little bit less. Follow Help. I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 